0: Welcome to Dungeons & Drams, a homebrew D&D campaign live played for your enjoyment. There's whiskey, laughter, and usually more whiskey. We stream weekly on our YouTube channels, so we hope to see you there. And now, on with the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dungeons & Drams. <laughs> you know, I've said it before, I think I'm going to put a short together of all of your face right at the beginning of the thing.
1: <laughs> That'd be so good.
0: If you guys are listening on the podcast, you should take a minute and go at least watch like the first two seconds of every one of these videos it'll be fantastic for
1: you <laughs> 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 or wait for us to announce that short
0: <laughs> yeah right exactly or do both anyway so uh welcome everybody uh we are here uh, once again to soar the skies um over in this case we are over akari and we are here to drink some whiskey now we were just talking about uh, a whiskey right right quick um called crab trapper so this is something i I talked about on my channel a little while ago uh where it is a whiskey that they make in new hampshire technically not a whiskey like legally not a whiskey because of the way they make it but basically it's a bourbon that is mostly unaged But when they are proofing it down, they are using water that they boil green crabs in. Uh, Oh, no, that's worse. Green crabs are an invasive species up in New Hampshire. So they pay people to go catch them all. uh, And mostly they are just like... Killed and just they, you can't even do anything. There's not enough meat on them to eat, so they didn't do anything with it. But the the guy who that runs this distillery, he was at one point a ecologist or something, whatever you'd be, and uh, he's like, I hate that all these things are just dying for nothing. So let's at least boil some and make whiskey with it.
2: (laughs) No, all all the
0: ideas didn't come up. I know.
3: (laughs) so i mean it, that's creative if nothing else.
4: it is yeah. it is so yeah, this uh something, this li- something about that whole idea sounds wrong And um,
0: don't get any idea yeah. <laughs> it's it's a little weird so i i will just say it's tamworth distilling out of our distillery out of um in tamworth new hampshire actually uh so I, I went and actually did a video there uh because the the idea was so intriguing i went and filmed with the the guy that makes the whiskey so um yeah, it was a wild thing. Does he thing have
1: of... like a cocktail for it? Like a weird
0: no. Th- so cocktail th- this there. little tiny bottle here costs sixty-five bucks uh, because because of how like labor intensive it is to produce. Uh, but they only make them like a couple months a year or two, so it's it's a little weird. But. It's a... It's, still, it's a dollar
1: for every crab that died. <laughs> yeah.
0: for that bottle. Well, <laughs> I forget we what he told. Drinking
2: wild turkey to this, I'm very. Confused. Well, I'm gonna oh. do that too. Uh, well, it's okay. all animals. <laughs> Back and background actually,
0: conversation. I'm trying to think. They do some other kind of whiskey that oh, incorporates almost. turkey uh, as well. While while you guys, oh, why on. don't you guys tell us what you're drinking, and I'm gonna go find that real quick.
2: What did they do to the turkey? What did they do?
0: <laughs> I
1: know. Like I'm already so scared. Right. Boy, well, the- beforehand, Bill said he was gonna be doing drinking wild turkey because mm-hmm. it's turkey week and he does it every year and if you've never seen one of his reviews with his amazing hat you need to <laughs> <laughs> Oh,
0: I love my so hat.
1: <laughs> i decided <laughs> i realized that i had four wrestles uh because a friend just gave us another one that's from the camp nelson uh rickhouse so i'm doing a little flight using the little aged in work kit Fine. first i asked bill how sober do i need to be tonight
2: and,
4: and I
1: replied, <laughs>
2: Not at all, I believe. Yeah. If you risky whiskey so, gotta do them all shots. Oh
1: no. god. <laughs> oh my god.
4: So who's taking me to the hospital? <laughs> Booker's just gonna be carrying her all night. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Tala right. well, needs to get drunk too.
0: So while we're on the topic, uh before we move on, so um two things, uh just because it's worth putting up there uh let me see if i can throw this up on the screen this is a turkey whiskey that they do it's called bird of courage um and it says roasted turkey flavored whiskey which oh, no. i did not try so this one
4: i've heard of so i've bland. heard i've heard of that i did hear that whiskey i remember it being announced
0: yeah that's uh that oh, one yeah, sounds that's cool that's
4: it
1: <laughs> That's the one. so it's dry and bland yeah.
0: and they also they also have another <laughs> one it's like called like oda musk or something like that where they they, they oh, take right. um it's like a muskrat or something like that i don't remember i have heard of that it's one or no so it's a it's trolling. a beaver it's a beaver's musk gland is somehow yeah, yeah. In, yeah. they do all kinds of weird they've stuff little, they've
3: there. got a little gland underneath their um tuchus yeah they uh make things out of
2: it. Yeah. I think it's like raspberry, like raspberry flavoring or something. Didn't I hear that at one point or is that a rumor? Is that like an urban legend?
0: Uh, it wouldn't surprise what? me.
2: What? they make? Like, oh, that's um, how
1: they make raspberry flavoring from yeah, beaver like, musk?
2: Yeah. I don't
4: know. I don't know. <laughs> oh. Just, just something. Just something, something shouldn't happen. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, you might as well try it once at least. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like Ghostbusters 2 should have never been made and either should have that whiskey. <laughs> what i, I like, like the I second ghostbusters, ghostbusters 2 too. yeah i no, no i'm sorry not ghostbusters 2 the ghostbusters okay. remake from like a few years oh, okay. ago oh, okay, okay i agree okay, with okay, that okay. i was like, gonna what? say
0: i'm pretty sure How that was like, like... <laughs> i like that one more than the first one no, personally yeah yeah. i was like wait what <laughs>
1: is that a thing people don't like
0: that <laughs> oh no, i i did have before we go move on uh, just because we were talking about it, i did have thoughts of doing a one-shot uh of having you guys face a turkey style hydra um which i did i found some inspiration <laughs> online i'm throwing this up on the screen right now uh, it's like a five a five-headed turkey um there was a cool name oh for god. it and i can't remember what the name was uh but and then i, I was also like oh could like a turducken be a monster oh like god, and each terrifying. one of the heads has a they would all have different heads and they would be different things but yeah it didn't come together
2: <laughs> thank god but,
0: but that would have been fun <laughs>
2: Uh, it would get five attacks against us, I imagine. Oh, And four. then how many claws Wait. does it have, Bill? How many claw attacks does it have? You could have called
4: it the, uh, the, the pentacock.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now nah, you're talking. Well, I, I think that, I think are we that back to Clifton, the Echidna thing? <laughs> yeah, I think Clifton gets that as his next uh, level up. Gets...
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> you
4: know oh.
1: where the are coming
2: from, guys? <laughs> oh, <man. That's laughs> Whoa,
1: terrifying. the lasers just moved south. <laughs> <laughs> so, is anybody else drinking wild turkey? Yes. i, I
2: will be, um, yes. I got all the I, tur- yeah, yeah, I got a pick from um one of our local groups out here. We do like a virtual, like kind of like a tasting club thing. It's called the virtual uh tasting society, very clever name. Um but no, we have a nine year pick. Not sure the details of this one. I, I wasn't part of the pick, but it is warehouse.
4: So what, you, what, what warehouse is it?
2: They'll tell me. I don't know. That
4: is. I
1: can't.
4: I can't, I can't even read I it. I have no idea. Uh, floor. Warehouse.
1: Floor four. T Y R F. Oh, that a thing. A Tyrone. Ty-
4: that is Tyrone F. Tyrone. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Cool.
2: Yeah. yeah, it's a really good pick. I just wasn't sure about the details of it, so that's what I'm drinking. Yeah.
4: Generally, uh, generally, Russell's picks are anywhere between nine and eleven years old. They're they're all they all come in 110 proof they're all the same proof but um, the locations from where they are do make a difference
2: and this is how you know
1: it's I'm actually model. Exi- I'm actually exi- oh nice that's Cliffy. That's I'm excited because two of the ones I have that are from different states but they were distilled on the same day they're in the same warehouse it's just one of them was dumped almost a year later the warehouses, so warehouse it's like you have Shh.
0: there that's really the cool where-
1: these two, so of the four, I, these two are Warehouse K, Floor 4.
4: Oh, you got two Warehouse Ks there?
1: Yeah, two Ks, one M, and then Camp Nelson.
4: Which, uh, which Camp Nelson?
1: Mm.
4: Is Camp Nelson This It's a there. C and
1: E, Floor 4.
4: Oh, Camp Nelson E? e? Yeah. Oh, you, got, you, got some, uh, you got some bangers there, Talon.
1: <laughs> you know? People think all,
4: I the, only drink nap crate. <laughs> uh, the K's have been just absolutely hitting it out of the park uh, this last year. The Camp Nelson As E's. As you can see. Yeah, the Camp Nelson E's have been. <laughs> yeah, the E's have been just been kind of trick, trickling out in the last six months. Um, mm-hmm. There's only, um, let's see, A, B, C, D, E. Uh, there's only now five warehouses in Camp Nelson. They decommissioned Camp uh, Nelson C. So that only leaves A, B, D, E, and F. So those are the only working uh, rickhouses in the Camp Nelson area for wild turkey. They uh, you get some more funky flavors with the Camp Nelsons because they're lower, um, they're a lower um, elevation, Nelson? and they're right on. They're right next to the Kentucky River, so you get all these different types of airflows. Mm. So that's why those Camp Nelson uh, rickhouse picks are very coveted. You just get a lot of different flavors that are different than the regular yeah. like Tyrone warehouses that are up in elevation and, and kind of yeah. sprawled out. However, Kay from Tyrone has been absolutely killing it lately. So right. yeah, yeah cool. this Camp Nelson
1: pick was done by the Stanley Hotel, which is the one that oh. the shining was filmed. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Oh, oh awesome. Nice. I've I always
2: oh, wanted yeah. to visit a place. That's cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty
1: cool. <laughs> that's very cool. All right. Uh
0: sorry I was doing other stuff. Is any uh, did you go yet, uh, Ed?
3: i have not. And I, not. I, I gotta keep it rock cut. I got Wild Turkey one oh one in a plastic pint. Ooh,
2: plastic that is not that is literally
3: like the oh, No, I know, I know it's not rock cut. It's very good. I did good. bring that. It's very good whiskey, but I intentionally went out. I was like, I wanna do it like your old Peckerwood uncle stumbling in with his plastic pint on Thanksgiving. So I, I think they sell these in glass too, and I was like, No, I want the plastic one.
2: Give the
1: plastic one. <laughs> it needs to be plastic. If you're stumbling yeah. around, it needs to be plastic. Yeah. What is yeah. a peckerwood Uncle? I don't want to I don't know. know that phrase. <laughs> you know, like you don't know that uncle. phrase. You're your
4: <laughs> uncle. Yeah, it's the crazy redneck wacko uncle.
1: How is it? How is it that the two that are from We're South Carolina from don't know
4: peckerwood. the term
1: peckerwood? <laughs> I'm like, we lived with rat. what?
2: <laughs> I have like three of them. <laughs> and they're related. So I can't
3: I don't think <laughs> I have a one no, on the whiskey, 101. whiskey is still excellent despite being in the plastic
2: bottle. Uh, that's right. Here's to
0: that. What keeps happening is every time I buy a one hundred and one, I like if I have a party or something like that's always the one I pick to make cocktails with, and so I always run out of them, and and I don't know why.
1: Uh, uh, which, yeah, which is unfortunate.
0: It's actually good I looked because I'm thinking about I was originally going to do Russell's Reserve for my uh, Thanksgiving bottle this year, but I was thinking I might do like more of a head-to-head uh style thing of like a bunch of different wild turkey stuff um but we'll see i don't
4: know yeah wild, Tur- wild turkey 101 is still a blend of six seven eight year old bourbon and yeah. every now and again every now and again they wh- they they do put some older whiskey in it depending on what's available mm-hmm. if something else that's like ah. seven eight years is selling really well like a couple of years ago long branch was selling like crazy for some yeah. reason probably because of matthew mcconaughey yeah, probably because were... of my review yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. They were they were running low on like seven year distillate, so they had to add some ten year old distillate to it. So
0: oh, sorry about the. Then, every
4: sorry. now and again, you get a little bit of a special uh, bottle. If you keep drinking one on one,
0: I totally you know, forgot I what I. Liked Oh, sorry. I totally forgot what I had in my glass, and I just took a big whiff of this, and it was the crab thing, and that was what that cough was. I was just like, "Oh my god!" It's, I wish you could like. I don't have enough to send you guys a sample, but I wish I could because I just. This I is... looked.
2: Listen, Bill. I almost yeah. bought it for my channel too. I actually yeah. I asked for a media sample. They're like, "No, it's so limited." Yeah,
0: yeah. I had All to right. go there in person and then like pretty much ask them to give me one after doing a whole video with them. I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" Just <laughs> so. Well, if yeah. it smells oh, like God. old
4: day, I can infer from context. I don't need to taste yeah. it. It's it's, it smells yeah. like
0: something. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else that you guys want to go over oh, before we it. get I started?
4: The, uh, these are my turkeys tonight. <clears throat> Single workhouse. And where's oh.
0: Yours? Nice.
1: <clears throat>
0: well, I'll definitely that's be right. drinking the regular Russell's 10, and then I might, depending on what's going on, I might poke around back there and pick something else um but i'm running low on. yeah we need you drinking higher
1: proof stuff bill
0: (laughs) (laughs) what is this anyway this is yeah 45 all right 90 yeah Yeah. yep good guess all right well then um uh clifton do you want to run through our patrons real quick
2: yes absolutely um Sorry. I was I'm I'm, like, I'm, <laughs> right. I'm still working. This is like oh okay. I don't know about y'all, but like if if your day job is anything like mine, they're trying to get a week's worth of work done in like yes, the, the two course. and a half mm. days we have. Yes. So um and also the last
0: yeah. hour of the day, too. So yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah. So, anyways, shout out to our patrons. Um, Mike, Steve, EJ, James Taylor, David, Martin, and Paul. You guys can see what our Patreon it has up for offer at patreon.com slash dungeons and drams. Bill, you said you were posting something last week. Did nugget get posted or what, what, uh, what so do you I, I, think
0: I up, Yeah, so I have, this is one thing with the Patreon. So I love to post behind the scenes stuff, but it has to kind of happen in game first for it to happen. So it, it's very, I'm very much at the mercy of what happens in the game. The last thing I posted was an overview of the Jewel in the Mountain uh, Crown. And I did all, all of the decks there and I talked about some stuff that you guys haven't seen yet actually. Um, so if you are part of the patreon you will know more than the players do at the moment which doesn't happen very often but thought it would be fun um but yeah so go check that out and you could do a free trial too so if you're interested in just kind of checking out what kind of things you'd get you can go binge a little bit of background stuff all right Cool. So, uh, a lot happened in last week's game. Uh, a lot of combat, but then uh, we ended on kind of a interesting note. But let's go into the recap. So last, uh, when last we saw Snortimer's soldiers, the group was in combat with Pharaoh's air elementals. Gusts of wind threatened to send our heroes overboard, but they defeated the monsters and sent them back to the Plane of Air. Minor damage was done to the ship, almost entirely by Tallinn. Uh, meanwhile, Novelis was below deck trying to decide how best to help the party and he found himself whispering in the ear of Serafina. He imitated the voice of his patron, Sulgradan, and egged her on to join the fight and pick up the... Uh, I forget what the gun was called, but that, that big gun uh, that, she, uh, that you guys had. Now, Serafina did and she blasted Pharaoh Rainblossom out of the sky and he plummeted uh, down to the ground. But you guys did lose track of him uh, and were not able to see what happened. After the fight, the group spent more time on the airship, including Anomio uh, taking a nap under the table, uh, Nabalus spending a little quality time with Talia Ravensong, and eventually all of you went to bed that night and had nightmarish dreams. Mm. Talin, you dreamt of an intellect devourer with a giant green eye in the middle of its frontal lobe. Nabilis, you dreamt you were back inside of a whiskey barrel, but people were nailing the top shut and stopping you from escaping. Anomio, you dreamt of Timbrin being captured by Pharaoh Rainblossom and being defeated by water and fire elementals and Alessio, you dreamt of several different scenarios where your sister Mia was being taken and you weren't able to save her Um, but most importantly somebody's typing too loud (laughs) 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 that was very (laughs) seamless but most most importantly the Chalice of Kings is no longer in your possession Uh, Alessio by the way, anybody in the chat, let us know what you're drinking tonight. Um, let me yeah, Emily
2: says she's drinking some 101 Rye. She's killing the bottle. Nice. Nice.
0: I really got to see if I have another bottle of that. It's killing me that mm-hmm. I just never have it when I want it. Same with uh see, that's 1920.
2: My go-to. Yeah. 101 Rye is my go to cocktail, Rye. Like, I, I just mm-hmm. love having it for, for cocktails.
1: Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason it's in my house. Oh, man, yeah. this.
3: I like uh, <laughs> the way they. Cook their rye. They, they when they're mashing, they do it for a very short time, and that very much inspired how I mash. Because I was like, oh, I wanted to d. I want it to be like that. I want to mash it for as little time as possible to keep as much rye grain that spiciness.
1: Nice. nice. Yeah.
4: Ah.
0: Yeah. Uh. So, you guys all got a long rest overnight. However, um, although not exhausted mechanically, you are all going to awaken not having a good night of sleep. Um, so keep that in mind. You know, you might be a little irritable, you might be a little tired, you might be a little scatterbrained, whatever uh, that means to you. <clears throat> so, Alessio, you wake up in your room uh, to see that the chalice is missing from your belongings. You had it wrapped up in your cloak and wherever you may have stored it ever since, but it is not there.
4: Um, <clears throat> is Agnomia awake? <laughs> yeah, 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 pork and beans. Oh great, he's gonna be no help right now. <laughs> <laughs> I just gotta kind of flap out of the out of the whatever that is hammock. I just flap out. So <laughs> well, I, I just so Alessio just kind of thinks to himself. Uh, well, I know I had it before I went to sleep, and um, so and we've been in the air this whole time. So somebody on the ship has it or knows where it is. So. um actually kind of get up from my bed um my canoe my hammock whatever i'm (laughs) (laughs) i didn't make the (laughs) graphic
0: yeah and i
4: uh i said you know i was like well you know i would like to me to help me out here but he's gonna need some rest so i kind of turn around i put my hood up um to give me my uh my extra level of sneakiness sure and uh yeah i start to maybe get out of here and move to into the inside
0: all right uh so go for it basically i'll i'll jump in whenever it is appropriate
4: yeah it says i can't exit the door really weird (laughs) oh there we go
0: yeah it wasn't locked i'm not sure why all right so you head out into the corridor um at the moment, it's still out here. You don't see anybody walking around, but you do hear people in the mess hall, um, just kind of from a distance. Doesn't sound like a ton of commotion, but there's there's something going on. Um, this is the, which deck is this? So this is the second deck. So the, the top deck is right above you guys. And then this is like the living quarters. This is the second deck. Okay.
4: So I feel like uh, everyone's having too good of a time to kind of worry about the chalice. So since I had that funny feeling um, down on the bottom deck, that's where I'm going to head.
0: Okay. Cool. Um, all right. So I will actually, yeah, we'll stick with you for a little bit. So you're going to go all the way down to the lower deck, right? Yep. All right. Cool. Um, so you you come down to the lower deck, uh, you descend down the stairs. Now This, this room is just as a refresher. Um, in this room is a a number of crates most of which look old they've probably been down here for quite a while and most of them are closed the ones that are open that you saw earlier were either empty or had very little uh, of whatever remained in there there's also four chambers that are served as the break within each one of those chambers is a single chair maybe a book um, not a whole lot and then further into this is uh, some large large uh, boxes that contain ballast, just a whole bunch of rocks and Felicity had let you know that at some point if you guys need to make an extremely quick ascent you can dump ballast and the ship will rise very quickly but it takes a while to come back down um, as you need to actually wait for some of the plants to die so it's very much an evasive uh, emergency maneuver
4: Alright, let us kind of start can I roll perception to just kind of take a look around, see what I see?
0: Sure. Uh, go ahead and roll perception. Nineteen. It's food
4: 19. with the brig. That's that's <laughs> what
0: I, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> so, you uh you look around here and mm-hmm. you you um you look into the each one of the brig uh, brig cells. There's nobody down here. Um, at least from what you can tell, you haven't seen anything. You don't really hear anything. Uh, but what you do see on the floor, um, you can't tell if it's scratches from boxes moving or scratches from a claw or scratches from rats. Um, but you do see some scratches in the floor that seem to be somewhat recent. Um, you can tell that based off the like little shavings of wood. Uh, but honestly, hard to tell if it's new or old.
4: Are they going in a certain direction or is it just one... Is it there, like a, a series of them, or is it just one set of scratches?
0: What you see is is two separate instances, I guess you'd call it. Uh, one of them right. has, uh, it's kind of like a curved, uh, almost as if you were to picture like the bottom of a door opening. Uh, the other one seems to be two straight lines.
4: Curved and two straight lines. Okay, interesting. All right, so I moved kind of to the middle of the mm-hmm. floor here. Um, Let me see. What do I have as far as... Um, man. I've kind of checked the crates. Is that correct? Sure. You can.
0: Uh, well, so when you were down here earlier with Felicity, it was mostly you... Peeking as she was walking you through, like you didn't take the time to really look in anything. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, you certainly could check the crates if you'd like to.
4: Yeah, I would like to check the crates.
0: Sure. All right. So uh, this this crate that's in front of you. Why don't you go ahead and roll an investigation check for me? All right. mm, investigation. <clears throat> oh gosh. Okay. All right. So you uh, you move the the top off of this this. Uh, crate here and out from inside the crate jumps a rat and this rat bites at you uh, and it's going to get advantage because of whoops it's actually a little close now you notice sorry it was a little too far is what I meant to say you Mm -hmm. notice that this rat um, it's not going to hit you with a nine uh, but it does take a it take tries to take a bite at you and you see that its head you can actually see its brain and you see little sparks kind of shooting from its brain. It tries to bite you, and then it goes right back down inside the the crate, and it's tucked itself in the corner. It's just looking at you like,
4: <laughs> oh
0: god, it's one of those crazy. Is that one of those mind bender things? So this this uh, you definitely had fought these. These this is a cranium rat.
4: Oh, it is the cranium rat. That's what I thought.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um... And you notice that this this rat's actually there's a slight glow uh, coming from its brain, and in, in about a five like it's lighting up the bottom of the of the crate. Um, had you rolled higher on your perception, you may have seen it. <laughs> <laughs> you mean my, you mean my investigation? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's now kind of trapped inside this thing, and you see it. It's it's it'll stare at you. It's like, <sighs> and then it's kind of running around looking for a place to escape. But it's it's in the bottom of this crate. What are you doing?
4: Uh, can I put it to sleep with my sleep spell?
0: Yeah, uh, you certainly could. Um, go ahead and uh, cast your sleep spell, and then you'll roll. Um, should I just
4: roll like a D? What's your yeah, roll?
0: I mean, honestly, it, the the Cranium Rat has two hit points. You're going to put it to sleep regardless. I just mostly oh, wanted okay. to make sure that All you right. uh, you ended up, so you just cast this a couple of times. Um, you had just slept, so you, you currently have three spell slots left in, in first level. Um, so you're good now. All right. Uh, the cranium rat, you, you cast sleep. Why don't you uh, tell me what this looks like? It's the first time that you've successfully cast this spell. Yeah. So
4: basically, uh, it almost, so I kind of cast it out of my hand and Mm -hmm. basically it almost looks like, uh, I I don't know. I think of like, you know, the sandman. So you kind of have like the sand that kind of shoots out and kind of swirls around the rat and just kind of engulfs him and puts him to sleep.
0: Okay. Perfect. All right, so the uh, the Cranium Rat, it kind of gets a little drowsy. It's still running around panicked, and then it just kind of lays down and falls <laughs> asleep.
4: All right. So once he once he passes out, I actually pick him up and I grab him.
0: Okay. Oh. Uh, how long does this last? Starting with da, 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 hit points. A creature's hit... Uh, undead creatures and... Uh, being, sorry. It doesn't say. Um... It
4: says subtract each creature's hit points from the toll before moving on to the creature with the next load. Oh, that's for the... Yeah,
0: so I'll, I'll let him stay asleep for quite a while unless he takes damage. Okay. Um, that's All totally right. fine. He's, especially because you, you so overpowered him with his two hit points. So um, he is sound asleep. In fact, as you pick him up, he's just kind of limp. Blah, you know. <laughs> and uh, you see little parts of its brain kind of glowing in different, different spots as if it's dreaming.
4: Okay. All right, so I, I grab the rat um and i think i want to head back upstairs and show it to um what's his name storm magnus. rider sure yeah magnus
0: all right cool all right so we'll head back up to the uh living quarters um so you uh you kind of come up here you're basically facing into the mess hall which is where magnus is at the moment uh if you want to mm-hmm. head in there then that's totally fine um I kind yep.
4: of go in here. Cool. And oh, there go. he is. Yep. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> All right. So Magnus
0: yep. Magnus is sitting by himself uh, in the top of the mess hall, and uh, he's got this box in front of him, and he's looking over a piece of paper, and he, he looks at you, and he says, he's, he says uh, Finally, you woke up. Well, good morning. Got some news uh, to share with you and your, your friends, but uh, what is that in your hand? So I woke up to a sound. And uh, I had a sound Oh my goodness <laughs> Sorry. I had a
4: funny had a funny feeling when uh, I was down when I was uh, training below down below deck with uh, magenta head and mm-hmm. she uh, she told me uh, I, I just kind of had a funny feeling and I was just downstairs and I kind of lost something personal to me and I was wondering uh, where it could be. So I investigated downstairs and I found this little uh, rat with his brain glowing out of its head, which is something we've faced before. Uh, down in the mines before we boarded our ship Anything any reason why this thing Would be on board
0: and uh, Kind of put it down On the on the table and he takes a look at it He kind of pokes it with his finger and uh, I, uh, I Saw some of these when we were escaping Urngor. Um Definitely no idea I mean unless it got on here somehow when we were When we were escaping That's uh, the only thing I can think of uh, Definitely oh, definitely I'm from the Underdark
4: well, since I've seen these before, I can't say I've ever seen it with its brain
0: glowing. Do you know what that means? Uh, I don't. I actually, I, I, have no idea what that means. And um, anybody on this ship who would know? Maybe, maybe the alchemist. Maybe he's seen something, or maybe there's a book about it um, in the uh, in the library.
4: Uh, maybe I need to find Talon.
0: Alright, uh, well, tell you what, uh, I got some news for you and your uh, friends. Why don't you go gather them up and uh, come, come meet me back here, have a little breakfast, we'll talk some business.
4: I'll see if they're awake yet.
0: <laughs> Alright, so we're going uh, <laughs> to, let's go over to, uh, let's go to Enomio. So, Anomio, you uh, you had your, your dream, um, and uh, you wake up just to, to, naturally, at this point, exhausted, but take it away. And I'm going to pour some rustles, because i got to get this taste of crab out of my mouth. <laughs> Dude, I went, up. Oh,
3: ha, ha What is going on? Oh, okay. It's all right. It was just a dream. I'm going to make my way. First, well, first things first, I'm going to make my way. Oh, come on now. Oh,
0: and I'm not going to have rustles, because Mr. the Coward. cork just, uh, ugh, drives me crazy when that happens. Oh, no. Yeah, I don't have the stuff to deal with that right now, so I'm going to pour something else. Are you having trouble moving your guy? No, you're good. Oh, uh, I got it now. All right. Uh,
3: all right. So I'm going to make my way over to the kitchen.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: All right. And I'm going to... Oh, first, I'm going to go pick up Little Grizz.
4: Hey, Lil' Grizz. Lil' Grizz? Yeah, so Little
0: Grizz is sleeping in the corner. Uh, You pick him up, and he you know, kind of lays on his back for a minute, and you just kind of... Yeah. Yep. And then I'm going to make my way
3: <laughs> to the kitchen... Alright. I'll grab a pot of coffee. Reach into <laughs> my bag of yum yums, stuff a bunch of bacon in it, and then do a cup of cup and pour like two drops of coffee on top of it. Mmm. This mm, is a good joke.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you just have like Irish coffee? What was in the cup? Come on. Like in coffee. coffee.
3: A bunch of bacon and then like two drips of coffee.
1: Okay. Okay. We get.
3: And then I'll uh, uh, I'll come out. I'll, I will come out and uh, think, hello, good morning. What's what seems to be the happenings?
0: And uh, you see a you see a sleeping rat on the table in front of you, um, and Magnus oh, and, and Alessio are are chatting about it at the moment. <laughs> so,
3: <laughs> what the hell is that thing? Isn't this one of those weird little bastards we killed and? In- and Rangor Zuak.
4: Angor Zuak. <laughs> <Erngor>. <laughs> yes. Yes. Hulk. Yes, my brother in rapier yeah, it, it is, but look at his brain. And, yeah, uh, that's uh, that's glowing. That's glowing. Yeah, he's got a condition.
3: Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> can I can I roll what would I roll to know about glowing brains?
0: Uh in this What case, color is it glowing? Yellow. So um yeah. in this case it is glowing purple and blue. Um Oh it, uh, to roll about this thing I would probably say either nature or I would say nature let's go nature
3: hmm. I'm not great at nature but we'll give it a try
0: sure <laughs> you know watch my roll. father
3: once had this watch, big watch,
0: condition. watch him roll a natty 20 of course he will because you guys oh, are, okay. all,
4: <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. Well, oh, la- last, game.
0: Game, last game was 20 after 20 this this game's going to be some lower <laughs> rolls I'm I am yeah, yeah, this yeah, could yeah, be yeah. way more exciting um, Alright, with an 8, so you, you uh, other than what you saw during battle of just the, they all, you do remember that during battle when they were kind of charging at, at a few of you about to bite, that their brains were glowing particularly brightly, as if a lot of activity makes it grow, glow brighter um, but at the moment it seems to be like, psh, psh, almost like little fireworks going off inside of it
4: So brother, where, where did this come from? I found it downstairs in the bottom deck. I had a funny feeling the last time I was there, and I decided to go down there and see what was going on, and something, uh, something's missing of mine, so I need to find it.
2: Uh-oh. Uh,
3: it's not something important, is it? It's
4: something very important. Oh, boy.
3: Okay, well. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, <laughs> we should probably go check out what's going on downstairs, because if these little... These are the little guys that eat brains, right? Or they hang out with the guys that eat brains? They
0: certainly do.
4: Yeah, I didn't he was he was he seemed alone. He was kind of cowering in the in his crate. Um, I feel like if they attack in numbers, they're a little bit more confident. This guy seemed to be defensive like he was by himself.
3: Yeah, I still don't like it. I would I would like my brain to stay in my
4: head. Oh, I'm with you. Generally. We also we all saw what happened to Talon.
0: Speaking of Talin, uh, actually, let's switch over to Talin. I did see your response, Novelist, but I'm I'm deciding something different. So, uh, Talin, you wake up on your nice plush bed. By the way, you have a nice like two two-pillowed bed. This is where you woke up that first night. Uh, Booker is. Uh, I noticed
1: up. I still got the bedroom. You sure do. Cool. Yeah. So <laughs>
0: Ta- uh, Booker is is curled up in the corner, and as soon as you wake up, he he kind of walks over and just kind of starts licking your hand. And uh, what would you like to do?
1: Uh, I pull out some, whatever I've been providing Booker for food. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Give him some of that, freshen up, and I'm going to come up and get some coffee, because I am dying, because I had so many nightmares last night, <laughs> Feeling white.
0: Fantastic. All right, so you head out of your room. I'll just uh, kind of drag you over there. Um, yep. So, presumably... Oh, it's on my
1: floor. I didn't really-
0: So uh, actually I'm going to go to you Last Novelist on purpose because we'll do a little Bit something different here but you you Join in the mess hall Um, again You see Anomio and Alessio Gathered around a uh, sleeping rat On the table Um, Booker kind of looks at it and immediately starts Growling (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, Okay so I see the rat And it's one of these little bastards (laughs) That Mm -hmm. has caused me Issues in the past uh so we can see its brain so before we were able to see its brain and see it glowing that's not abnormal or that is abnormal
0: it is normal it's okay. like, these specifically uh, do not have like their brain is showing that's specifically
1: okay yeah i just like pulled back up my underdark book yeah i was going to say you would remember from the underdark
0: Dark book that when they work together as a um like a, a swarm of them um it's theorized mm-hmm. that they're actually telepathically communicating with each other in order to know where to go.
1: Yeah. Okay. So it might make sense that this one has barely only just random ones because there's, it's, is trying to reach out to the others, but it's been taken away. Oh my God. It's a little Borg mouse. <laughs> so, uh, I'm drinking my coffee and I'm like, where the hell did this thing come from? Why is this a board? Is is dipshit studying it? Because I would not trust him to study it. <laughs> the, uh, I, I could not find the alchemist's name. Sorry. Dipshit's good. <laughs> so he's dipshit- Al- Alaric. Like <laughs> Alaric. <laughs> Alaric.
0: Yep. Um, so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna assume that you kind of share the same story with Talin. Um, and while you guys discuss, uh, we'll come back to you in just a moment. Nobilis, you are still asleep. Um, of however. Yeah, because of course you are. Um, however, your dreams, despite being locked in the in the whiskey barrel, there is something else that you dream about. And this something is a dream that's familiar to you. Oh, yeah. yeah.
3: I need right, more whatever. whiskey.
0: That's that's perfect. Uh, actually, why don't you guys... What are you, what are you all drinking at the moment while I get this all set up? Where? Well, oh, go ahead.
3: Oh, I was going to... I found when I went out to get the... Uh, one hundred and one. I found this. This is weird. It's a, a oak-aged absinthe. Oh, Yeah, I thought that what was kind of. in deep. the? So I'm butt. gonna give it
4: a try. What in the butt? Yeah.
1: You uh, and I have the opposite taste buds. I just <laughs> I'm gonna say that right now. <laughs> yeah.
3: It's sixty percent, which is pretty good for like whiskey wow. standards, but I'm pretty sure that's pretty low for absinthe standards. Mm. The absinthe goes even higher, so
2: i pulled out um i wanted to compare something my Russells too so i actually got a um kentucky spirit pick from the same group Ooh. So i want to do a little side oh. by side in the two the weird thing is the kentucky spirit was more expensive like the pick itself uh, was like I, I was about to
1: ask are kentucky spirits worth it because they're more expensive mm. but there's they're basically single barrel 101 yeah. and i struggle a lot with that i was,
2: I was surprised to hear it was more expensive I, they didn't used to be but they are now Yep. I think the yep. Russells is more my jam. This is fine. Like it's 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 a good pick, but I'd rather have the Russells for cheaper and to yeah. me, it's a better whiskey. Is it's the Mashville different? No, it's the same. Nope. It's same Mashville. It's just yep. Kentucky
4: Spirit is just a single barrel Wild Turkey one hundred one. Yep.
1: Right. Oh, yeah. Like Eighty
2: bucks. Like, they and they even told me like that's almost like what they paid like from the distillery to, to get it. Right. It's not mm-hmm. like
1: they upcharged it a lot or something. Yeah. That's not a huge surprise. Yeah, I, was,
2: uh, I was surprised too.
4: Last year when we did we did it. Two picks of Russells and one pick of Kentucky Spirit. Then, when they bottled it, they found out that one of the Russells we picked was too low of a proof to Uh, make it a Russell. So, I remember that we ended up with two Kentucky Spirits. (laughs) And, uh, and yeah, when they got in for retail, they were more expensive. And, um, they just said that they make less of that. It's you know, I guess they just make less of them. So, I don't understand what the markup is and
2: why that's upcharged. Russells, it makes no sense, but. Hmm. Listen, if they still had the cool feather bottle, I'd be down for it. but now they yeah, have this is like right. basic, oh, do like they not?
0: The, oh, that's boring. Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I haven't so seen like, that in a long breed time. It's the rare breed bottle now, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. I is wish. It basically, it
2: was, I wish it was
4: the. Uh, yeah, it's basically yeah. the. Yeah, I wish it was rare breed bottle. The old school bottle. I
0: miss it.
1: Give me rare breed all fucking day, son. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. All right. Yep. So <laughs> you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. No, thank you, guys. All right. So you, uh, novelist, you find yourself sitting across from your patron, Silgridan. And uh, Selgradan is a large, you could call it a combination of a boar and and an ape, and something like a bat with wings. And this thing is absolutely massive, probably 15 is to this 20 Is this my feet. first
2: time seeing him? Because I feel like this is my, this is
0: cliff- No, oh. you've seen, you've seen him at least twice Novelis before. Has, okay, just wanted to check. Novel- novelist has, yes, yeah. It, okay. Well no I mean so we did it was original whatever anyway so you've seen him twice before
1: Do you have um, an individual picture of him that you can show to the um, uh sort the of audience I,
0: I haven't actually done an AI version of him but I can show what he looks like from the okay. top down Um
1: Okay per yeah it's just um, I can scroll zoom in but well, what, I don't make it enough, so perfect. What did I miss <laughs>
4: What the, where are we? What did I oh. do?
1: What is that?
4: He, <laughs> All does, right. he does have a very hairy bear. <laughs> Novelist's
1: dream. All All right, right, so god, so we're,
4: in, we're in his dream right now. Oh god. Well, you you guys yeah. don't
0: see this for what it's worth. You're just you're just. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. fine. All right. Yeah. So back to we're this. poking the rat. Yes, you guys are discussing rat things. All right, so Mm -hmm. Noblis, you are sitting at a large table constructed entirely out of bones. In front of you is a rack of ribs from an animal you don't recognize, and across from you is a 20-foot-tall demon in the shape of a boar. (laughs) It's half man, half boar, half pig. (laughs) (laughs) It's man, 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 Yes. pig. And uh, sitting to your left is... One of the lizards that you remember, Kuto, from the, the Lizardfolk camp that you had brought into the service of Selgradan. To your right is Alicia Goldbeard, um, also sitting at the table. Neither one of them has any food on their plates. And an interesting thing that you see is further to your left, closer to Selgradan, almost blinking in and out of existence within this place, is Seraphina. And you see, uh, yeah, I'm not going to continue to do this, but basically the she keeps blinking in and out of the her seat, as if she's not fully there. And Selgardan looks at you, Nobilis, and he says, Nobilis, look at all of these creatures that you have brought to my table. You are doing well. There is two more seats. Seraphina seems like she will be joining us soon. But there is one more seat that has a particular requirement it must be filled with a child you must corrupt only the most innocent once our table is full we will be able to move on to the next stage of my plans and all of us will eat at this table and be satiated with powers beyond your imagination go in my name and recruit a child
2: of sweat just well up on Novelis' head and <laughs> he looks down at that that delicious rack of presumably pork ribs based on the pig in the corner but he doesn't actually know and he's like damn those look good. Ah, <laughs> as you desire. But first mm-hmm. should I I see Serafina seems to maybe have some he- hesitation. Should I prioritize prioritize that or the child what you want
0: if you have the opportunity to nudge serafina towards our cause that would be good kuto is a warrior she is a magic user you with your charisma can convince anyone to do anything i believe it if you need to push her towards us alicia and i have our own agenda If she asks for your help, I expect that you will.
2: Could you not send Kuto to gather this child for you? I mean, he's one of my... I mean, I brought him here. Surely he can do something his own.
0: Delegating. (laughs) (laughs) Kuto has other plans as well. I have him occasionally convincing other tribes of lizard folk to follow me. He has been responsible for dozens of recruits i see
1: i just love the idea of kuto pulling up in a van and being like i've got puppies
2: (laughs) (laughs) i guess i will be doing that soon i mean
1: damn
4: you want some some candy kids oh boy all
2: right all right all right can i eat can i eat the ribs are they good
0: yeah they're delicious (laughs) okay
2: okay Absolutely. Look, I Clifton's actually, in- from
1: South Carolina. He wants the rest. <laughs> Listen,
2: that's a lot of water and like, yeah, I'll do what you want. Just give me some room.
1: So Selgardan
0: uh, he points at you, novelist, and he says I want you to place your big black rod on the table.
3: Whoa, forgot
2: about that.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Are you sure about this? It's quite large.
0: Do not question me or I will not grant you this boon.
2: So I slowly unsheathed my big black rod. <laughs> lay it on the table.
0: Um. <laughs>
3: Does it have like a little covering <laughs> just on the end so, that you kind of have to
0: pull back? So what, what, you, <laughs> what you see, you unsheath your big black rod and uh, <laughs> you place it on the table and uh, you see it, actually grows slightly and i swear i'm not doing this on purpose it it grows slightly and what you now have is a rod of the pact keeper plus two whereas the other one was a plus one uh you now have essentially the the next version up so i'm adding that to your inventory right now and uh you'll attune to it as well do I know what that is? Is that like a thing? So, so the, the rod it? of the Pact Keeper, you'll remember um, you gain a plus in this case, you're going to get a plus two bonus to your spell attack rolls rather than a plus one and your saving throws um, as well as uh, sorry, the saving throws of, of the DC that other people have to roll against you. Basically, it makes you a better warlock plus one from where you were. Um, in Second addition, you, you also regain one, uh, one warlock spell slot as an action while holding the rod you can't use this property again until you finish a long rest.
2: Gotcha. Okay. And, and, and second most important question. Mm-hmm. Does the app figure this out for me? Yes. Great. Perfect. Sounds good. Uh,
0: So I'm not sure why, but it says like if you use it, it's going to be destroyed. If you use, if you end up using it, then just, tell me and if it destroys okay. then I'll figure it out um, but never worry about that so long story short you're better at being a warlock and you get an extra spell slot per day if you end up wanting it you just have to use the rod all right. and it's longer so. and it's bigger yes <laughs> so, it's, it's, so Novelist is there. just going to
1: like excuse himself every now and then and he's use the rod and he's, then come uh,
0: back he doesn't I'm have just, to he's just holding on to it all you have to do is tell me that you're using it
2: I mean, I'm. I'm I was just not a, I've been carrying this rod for a long time, I and just you've never really used it. it. It's just been part of. It's just been part of me.
0: Yep. Oh um, my God. If anybody is is per, particularly perceptive, they will see that it is larger, but it is not immensely larger. Um, maybe like an extra inch.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I didn't realize y'all were checking me out like
0: that. <laughs> All right, we're gonna go back. <laughs> measure. We're gonna go back to the uh, living quarters here, as you uh you awake from your dream, noblis and. <laughs> you're awake now in your cabin you actually fall out of your canoe slash hammock and onto the floor (laughs) hitting your head on this uh, chest that's below you okay
1: how am i the only person who doesn't get to be in a hammock and i fucking love hammocks (laughs) i have a hammock in my lab i got a hammock for the lab and i have like three (laughs) at home like
2: what buying their canoes not hammock so Nautilus,
0: you're awake in your yes. room, <laughs> and uh, you you check your you check your big black rod, and it is in fact larger. You do feel more powerful. Um, it wasn't just. A dream. Imagine if you wake up and it's larger, you're
1: gonna feel pretty freaking powerful. You know? Best dream ever! You really, you really
0: can't, like, uh, you should notice a trend here, you're all Just wearing balls easy. on your chest, you've got a big black
4: <laughs> yeah. Little immature. Ri- yeah. yeah. If you don't little, have dick rise,
0: jokes, are you even a D&D show? <laughs> like, right. a, little rise, hey.
4: a little rise and shine Actually, A little, little bit, mm-hmm. yes.
0: yes. <laughs> he's got a, he's got not only a hammock, but also a tent. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, anyways, anyways Moving on from the Oh <laughs>
0: All right.
2: I've got my Thank big you. black rod Yeah. I've got my balls, I'm ready to go Let's, let's go
0: Alright um, Do you head to the mess hall as well? You would definitely be hearing people talking at this point
2: Oh yeah, definitely
0: uh, Alright, cool, I'll just drag you over there Alright, <clears throat> so you arrive here um, Just for the sake of brevity You ask about the rat and uh, you hear all about the rat. <laughs> you guys are now surrounding Magnus Stormrider and a sleeping rat, which is sleeping very soundly. It actually looks quite peaceful. Um, Alicia Goldbeard is in this room, however. She is also... She's sitting down. She's just eating her, her food. Um, she's been there the whole time and hasn't really said a word. Can
2: I look at her when I come in and, and like to see if she's like... like I'm kind of still figuring out if this was a
0: dream, was this real? Mm-hmm. Like, what was it? Uh, she doesn't look at you until you look at her um, but when she does I mean what do you do? Are you trying to like I get what you're going for but how do you yeah. represent um, that?
2: I, I think I'd like to give her like a slightly confused look and okay. just, to like, just, just no one sees this like this is as I'm walking in like I just would like to be inquisitive
0: so she let's do this then as as you walk in she sees or she feels you kind of looking at her and she looks up and she stares you right in the eyes and then uh she picks up she picks up uh a piece of sausage from her plate and she kind of holds it sideways and she eats it almost as if she was eating a rib and then she puts it down
2: i thought she was gonna say she was eating my black rod but okay yeah sounds good. <laughs> aligned <right>. wow <laughs>
0: All right. So, all right. So, Magnus. Uh, Magnus kind of says, "All right. Uh, now that you're all here, let's let's get bu- to business here, I This this box in front of me it lets us uh, lets me kind of send letters instantly, so that uh, we don't need to use the messaging spell, which is pretty limited." So, he pulls out this this piece of parchment and he says, "I heard back from the Griffin Riders. Uh, they were able to make it down to Erngor Zuik and uh, they said that." And basically starts recanting the the um, letter to you, and he says the the denizens of the Underdark flooded into Eryn Zuik. Uh, the dwarves rushed to the city gates, trying to escape, and many burned beneath the debris and homes and shops or of homes and shops. Uh, the Ironheart Clan did their best to defend the city, erecting barricades of stone and debris, which slowed down the Underdark creatures. Iron Hearts fought and saved many especially while the silver cl- or when the silverhammer clan joined in and brought them brand new shields and weapons um, even the goldbeards and the platinum weaves joined the fight which typically they're they're a little bit less offensive and more like they they typically would have just run um, but when they they kind of they all kind of banded together and started fighting against these however they were still losing um, on the second day, they were able to hold out for, for about 30 hours or so. Uh, and on the second day, the Gryphon Riders arrived, and there were 12 of them. Now, when you saw them, there were only four. Uh, so they were able to kind of get some more to their to their cause. And they were led by Captain Valor Thunderwing, who's the, the captain that you spoke with. This helped turn the tide of the battle quite a bit, as they were able to fly over the top of them and drop explosives down on the uh, creatures. However... Um, again still not quite enough but it did grant enough of a breathing room for the dwarves to to actually escape the city I'd like all four of you to roll me a d6 though um, and what this is doing is we're gonna take the average number and that's gonna determine how this went oh boy oh
1: I feel so bad does anybody else feel really really bad
3: yeah I would say so oh
1: I feel like shit I really right. too.
0: So we've got
4: Seriously a. You rolled one, two, three,
0: four. <laughs> no, my rolls are awful. <laughs> <laughs> right, we did. Uh, so that is an average of two and a half. Um, Talon, roll me a d6. Dum, dum,
4: dum.
0: We're gonna decide if this is a two or a three. If you roll on, one, booker. two, three, it's a two. <laughs> All right, so I it's booker. a two. All right, so so uh, you rolled a three, which which drops that down. So this is a, I basically have six different scenarios that could have happened. So, um, in this case uh let's see in this case they were actually able to escape however there were quite heavy casualties um as as the griffin riders were dropping uh bombs over the top of the the creatures and the dwarves were fighting this more riled up some more denizens to come out of the mines hearing the explosions and they were able they they came out they killed a lot more dwarves including a couple of the uh griffin riders who happened to fly a little too low And uh, eight of the Gryphon Riders made it out, as well as, you know, a huge amount of the Dwarves, but there were still hundreds and hundreds of casualties. This was a a massacre, Um, but the rest of them were able to make it out into the wilderness and are going to be trying to make it on foot to the nearest uh, settlement. So,
1: Magnus, so Talyn is asking Magnus, can you use your message box thing Mm -hmm. to message the other Urngor city? Mm -hmm. What it was called? Kazork. Yep. I know it's, it's not help. easy to remember. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For some reason, I wrote Zazork, so I was drunk. Kazork. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, and and have them send help for all the refugees, like.
0: So he. Uh, something. If you remember that he he says, well, mm-hmm. you know that that was plan. Uh, sorry, the original plan that you guys helped decide upon was for the Griffin Riders to go back and try to help. Uh, otherwise... I know. You know I, I, se-
1: I wanted them to go to Urngor, Kazork but <laughs> we decided for them to go back and help. So, but is there any way we can get a message to Kazork if you have this little box?
0: We we did actually end up sending a message to let them know what was happening, but they're they're not as... A, I mean, we have skyships for a reason, but not a whole lot of them. There's no easy way to move that many troops quickly. It's going to take... Probably a couple of weeks before they can get down to Urngor, Zuik. Oh boy, but there are even on their like way. aside from
1: troops, just yeah. help the refugees and stuff. Okay, cool.
0: How, how are they going to help them? I mean, if you give him an idea, he'll certainly, uh, you know, send a message
1: for Kazork to help.
0: Yeah, or, or anybody really. I just I...
1: mean like supplies, you know, like medical, food, that kind of thing.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, how, are uh... they, how are they going to get it to them? Supposed to, yeah. So if you look you here at the it? can you can you do
3: like a like an airlift? Do We have can supplies, we, can, we, can we do a Berlin airlift but with dwarves? I, I'm
2: can not sure. An do that we need a... like iPhone? Like you're
3: just
0: gonna be like,
1: boop, here you
0: go. <laughs> <laughs> yes. My god, they, they, they use eye, do ice we stones, have? So, yes, hey,
4: domino. since, since domino. we're using
1: plants, we domino. don't have like limited fuel, right? We don't have like limited fuel, right? Like it's not like we have to. Correct. get to Kazork in a certain amount of time to refuel. But do you... we have s- supplies we could drop down uh,
0: to? We, we don't really carry the kind of supplies that could support a whole city. Um, I mean, the best we could ever we could really do would be land and pick up a couple of nobles, uh, or a couple of important members like of the, the, the city. No, the but, I mean, how do we determine who's gonna, like, if we land, they're all just gonna try to scramble onto the ship. It's probably not the best idea.
2: Random question.
1: Women and children. Wait,
2: I, great segue.
0: Are there any children that,
2: that need our help? Oh no. <laughs> Are you actually asking that? Yeah, no, I know it's like, it's, it's like just I, I it is like is it like out of nowhere. No, no, I
1: assume. Wait, eyed
0: that was I'm no. saying like when I said I said
1: women and children. I'm like, no, women no. and children? Could we help women and children first?
0: Novelist yes. immediately grows uh-huh. a
1: pencil mustache.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, like, I'm assuming she actually said that, and I'm gonna jump on board and be like,
0: right.
2: "Hey, that sounds like a great idea." Are there any, you know, where where are the women and children of the city?
0: Uh, I mean, we're talking hundreds of people. We could we could fit some, maybe another fifty to sixty people, but we can't fit hundreds. Um, even that's even the, fifty
1: people we could save.
0: They're probably better camping out in the woods. But put it this way, if you if you want. Let me restate. When we talked about this oh, before, yeah. we decided to go to Erngor Kazord. It's actually with a D at the end. I, I say it wrong too. It's the worst name. I, I should never oh, translate from fair. from Dwarvish. It's like, I should have just called it something else. Um, Pennsylvania. And, right. <laughs> yeah. I, I, for anybody listening at home, so Erngor Kazord is Dwarvish for, um, like, like uh city shield city or something like that basically the idea is that they're surrounded by mountains so it's it's like like city in the mountains shield or something like that oh Um,
1: like shielded city yeah
0: so it has a it has a reason to be that it's just a dumb word so you know i guess uh tolkien can you know (laughs) with his damn dwarvish language all right anyway (laughs) so he says if if we we have to go to Erngor Kazord at this point we are already halfway there we need to go report in to what happened and we need to go like maybe we can pick up some of the troops there and try to hurry them along they'll get there a little sooner but we have to go to Kazord right now that's my orders
4: yeah. unfortunately guys we can't we can't help them probably just let them be on in the woods and Maybe there's another time and place where we can help them out, but right now we gotta get to where we're going. Those poor
3: children. I need to go and pray for all of our the lost souls. Yeah. you need That's me, the I'll be with the poor
4: children. Yeah.
2: novelist is like,
4: <laughs> <laughs> are there any really innocent children that are dead? <laughs> <laughs> like, Extra.
1: This is awful. I what to do for this. <laughs> the most innocent.
3: I am yeah. really interested to see where this goes. I got to say that, me too.
1: That's
4: okay. This is an interesting <laughs> this is an interesting storyline happening
1: right now. <laughs> Okay, for real not just for me but I feel like also for viewers or listeners.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like a recap like novelist's motivation here. Like sure. why are you so dedicated again to to Doing whatever Soul Degran yeah.
0: something. So, so I can uh, tells you. Like, I could go through this, but I'd rather have you do an obelisk. So tell, say what you remember, and I'll fill in the blanks.
2: Okay, I was gonna say because like I I, I I get the general concept. Basically, um, he's the one that's responsible for giving me all these powers and really empower me to discover like my role in the world. Like I feel like I was kind of left abandoned as a child. I didn't really understand my family's heritage. I spoke with my mother and um she warned me that uh, there's some bad people in this world and he kind of took me in as like i can show you the world but not in like an aladdin kind of way bill am i misremembering anything <laughs>
0: uh a little bit um all right so okay. let, let me let me let me kind of go through this uh, just because i it's tough i realize that we we don't play a whole lot of time each week so a lot of time yeah, i get confused with
2: the, like soldier and then my patron like and like the guy that like yeah took
0: well all right here, so i understand so so novelist grew up on the streets because Uh, his father was mad at him because his mother died in childbirth. So um, he raised him for a while, but as soon as he could get away with abandoning him, he did on the streets. So uh, Noblis ended up sleeping in whiskey barrels, which is where he got his name. Um, which was a fun little <laughs> color. So, uh, But then Nobilis kind of learned to live on the streets and he became very charismatic. He'd talk his way into parties, he uh, started learning the way of higher society, and he um, occasionally would allow people to pay for the pleasure of his company. And one of these people was a gentleman, uh, who I could find the name but I don't recall, um, who basically promised Nobilis that he would allow he would. Uh, he was a necromancer, or that was what he said that he was, and he said that he could help Novelist to speak with his mother. And Nikolai but,
2: Blackwood, by the way, was
0: his perfect. I actually, it's funny. I was almost there. I was like, and something, but thank you, Nikolai Blackwood. So he ended up saying that he would help Novelist communicate with his mother. Uh, Novelist agreed to this and signed some some papers. Uh, and next thing he knew. Um, Nobles was on the run from this guy because I, I'm kind of a little fuzzy on that that bit oh, Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, so
2: I did and then that first night that I fell asleep My mother warned me like this mm. guy is bad get out. No matter That's what right. get out and then I ran
0: away Exactly. Yep. Thank you. So then uh, he ran away. Nikolai Blackwell was trying to um, Capture Nobles or ca- try to find him um, And so Nobles was on the run and that was kind of when we met him in Alawith harbor so, um, <laughs> you then came How to realize well, I was like, I, I was you ended like, up oh. having some, some dreams about Silgardan. Uh, actually when you got your, when you first got your book of shadows, is that what it's called? Um, yes. yeah. When you first got your book of shadows, you had a dream that a demon was actually peeling the skin off of your back and use that skin to make your book of shadows. And then you woke up with this book that had all kinds of information in it about, you know, your spells essentially. Cool.
2: Yeah. Oh, you uh, told the, yeah. the first part was the part that I knew. I could have told that story. I just. Oh. Uh, okay.
0: I, Sorry.
2: I, I am wondering the same question. Adrana, is, why, would Nobles be so loyal to this guy that he's willing to, sacrifice a literal child?
0: Uh. Well. That needs to be your answer. I mean whether you str- <laughs> whether you decide to do that or not, but basically you No no, no, no. Oh, yeah, no no yeah. I'm still I'll decide that. Yeah. I'm just you definitely understand that without Selgardan your power is gone. You have no yes. power without yes. him. Um so okay. if that's, that's your only motivation.
1: So you've, you've been okay to recruit adults who are already kind of douchey or whatever, like Alessia and mm-hmm. kudo like to him because of everything he's done for so you. It, yeah.
2: But I think I think we're all maybe this is at, like, the Cool. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, y'all don't know this part, but like it's like yeah, like like I like the power, I like the fame, but this is the first real moral conflict that Nobles has had, and then we'll see where he takes it.
1: Yeah.
3: Perfect.
2: You worship the devil. You know, that's okay. I'm not gonna judge
3: your
1: religion. <laughs> <laughs> In Serafina's defense, I would like to say I don't think she quite deserves this, but I'm just saying that. And I don't play her anymore, so that's all I can <laughs> say. Yeah.
0: So uh also, uh
3: I wanted ahead. to say it. Yep. Freaking Leatherby Absinthe, this is wicked good. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna get freaking drunk if I keep drinking this. But he's really good. <gasps> I like,
0: what is the- keep
2: how drinking you- it. Like- absinthe <laughs> is such a strong flavor profile. How does the oak impact it? I'm curious. It's
3: kind of like okay. This may not sound good to most people, but it's kind of like if you wrapped uh, black licorice in caramel. Ooh, Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If I- nothing I else, it sounds complex. Okay. Yeah. I dig it.
0: That's cool. That actually I would I would try that for sure that sounds like a unique yeah, flavor greedy. at the very <laughs> least alright so let's get back to the game so um, at the moment uh, all of you are surrounding Magnus he just told you all about Urngor Zuek uh, Lil Grizz <laughs> <laughs> Lil Grizz
2: okay
0: would you drop oh is that
2: not you I'm sorry I heard oh,
0: that no, it doesn't matter alright so Lil Grizz is on the table uh, he kind of wanders over and starts sniffing at the, the rat and kind of poking at him a little bit and then he starts I'm going to
3: push his head away like no 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 little baby, you don't want that. You don't want that. <laughs> all
0: right, and then he uh, he kind of walks over to you and he sits down, like a like a dog, and just kind of stares off into space here.
3: I'm gonna feed him some feces. Some...
0: <laughs> Perfect. All right, Wait, you... so
1: we're all back in the kitchen or whatever. Yes. With the rat Correct. and little G's there and everything. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yes. So, um, could I? So, Talon, talking mm-hmm. now y'all this is a cranium rat they work as like a hive mind sort of thing maybe i can take this down to dipshit uh Alaric's uh mm-hmm. lab and see if there's some way we can sort of take over that hive mind and like get the contacts with it and sort of reverse that around kinda of thing.
4: But you wanna so you wanna hack the hive mind?
1: <laughs> the I wanna planet! experiment on the stupid cranium rat. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Yes. Alright. Well, While we're having concern... this conversation.
2: can Knoblet Oh, sorry, go ahead. Mm-hmm.
3: I was gonna say my concern is that there could be more of these things. That would be a problem. I think Oh yeah, yeah. We don't I'm even going... know where
1: this came from, like right? how it got here. Magnus is I, think, in the same I think
3: I am going to go hunt in the lower decks. And see if
1: I make sure there's no. Check the other boxes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, check the other boxes for cranium rats Mm. while I take this to the lab and start messing with it.
0: Mm. All right. Uh, So Magnus kind of overhears this. He says, uh, All right, uh, Talon, why don't you go talk to Alaric? uh, See what you can figure out about the the cranium rat. That sounds like a good good idea. Uh, Nobilis, why don't you go with Anomio down to the lower deck and. you know, take a little grizz with you. If they're truly rats, maybe he'll get a little experience uh, fighting. It's good for good for these these little grizzlies to get their their teeth bloody. Um, Alessio, if you can I'm gonna
1: send Booker with y'all, too. Oh, yeah. so he can well,
0: help sniff him out. Before
2: I go, I, I was going to actually stop by the, the kitchen to see if Talia could give me something,
0: uh hangover cure or just like a, I had a
2: rough night, give me something.
0: All right, but don't be long, uh, you know, meet meet. Uh... We all
1: feeling rough.
0: Uh Yeah, well, you're all feeling tired. Not drunk, but
1: No no no, about. that's Tallinn. Tallinn's asking that. Like, is everybody oh, else oh, Like normally I sleep like a rock on an airship. But oh, like I'm sure
0: I can say
2: rough night, trust me.
1: I am feeling rough. I feel today. like my
2: hat
3: band is three sizes too small.
1: Hey. What is going on? Okay, so we're all oh, shot for
2: everyone. It's nuts.
1: It's a horrible oh. Do you remember Tim Brack? Not- he he was used was to being tortured. Oh, I, I could
3: not
2: stand it.
1: Tembran? Oh no! Oh, my you I told me about timbran
2: Wait, we. Yeah, I was there. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why didn't know. you weren't there? I wasn't. You, you yeah. there. Gosh. I wasn't. Yeah. Oh, how... have you heard from him? Has he written you lately? No. No. We'll we'll have to check in
3: on him. I wonder how that little fellow is doing. I worry. I worry I with this
2: Pharaoh, this King of Egypt, running around. <laughs> hey, let me know if you get in touch with him. I I have. A, I would love to see how he's doing. Well will do.
3: Oh, I could use that message box of yours, couldn't I? Mr. Maganus
0: Stormreader. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I mean, we can we can use this thing a few times a day. What, what do you need to send?
3: I wish to send a message to I hop up on the table real quick and I squat down do. next to him. Uh, <laughs> I want to send a message to Elwith Harbor and it will read as thus. Dear Timbrand, I hope you are well. This is Anomio, a.k.a. Znorro, a.k.a. <laughs> I know, I almost fucked it up, I did,
1: I did, I almost fucked it
3: up,
0: uh, a.k.a.
3: A your mentor, <laughs> and I would like to know how you are doing. Please give my regards to your family, and forthwith, also, because, and this, Anomio. All
0: right. Uh. So- so, uh, he, he, uh, he signs it, uh, Magnus Stormrider. Um, he goes, he goes, Anomio, uh, Anomio, oh my gosh, is it, why did I just forget your last name? Is it Banderas? Yeah, you, you, yeah, uh, yeah, you yeah. know what it is? I, I got in my own head about you, like, just almost slipping with Zoro, and then I was like, is it like not Banderas? Is it like Manderas or something? You know, anyway, so he, he writes Anomio Banderas, and then he do, does, comma, Magnus Stormrider. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Attention so, of Magnus
2: Stormrider.
0: Yes, all that for that little <laughs> silly joke. All right. Anyway, so um, he he puts it in the box and he closes it and you see like a little little pink glow around it and then he opens the box back up and there's no letter left. Ooh. Um, and uh, he says, uh, typically we'll we'll get a response back usually within a couple hours or so. So you can you can check back with me later or I'll find you if I see you. Um, all right. How enough- letters fit in that box? Uh, yes, yes. It only works for, for written word. Okay. All right, and then uh, he he says, uh you know, get your get your coffee, whatever you need to get, and then go down to the to the hold with uh, Anomio."
1: I take a whole extra carafe of coffee <laughs> with me to the lap. <laughs> and right. the rat.
0: Cool. All right, so Talon, you're going down to the uh, to the alchemy lab. Uh, Anomio, Novelist, you're going down to the bottom. But Novelist, I know you want to do a thing. And then he asks you, Alessio, if you'll hang out for a minute. Um, Novelis, what are you doing?
2: Um, I like to go into the kitchen, and I, I see Talia is there. What
0: is she doing? <laughs> uh, so at the moment she's she's actually just kind of standing there. Um, just kind of it seems like she might have been eavesdropping a little bit. And um, she she says. Uh, na shut shut the door for a minute don't mind if i do so you shut the door and she says uh first off um if you need it your jacket it's over in my room I can get that for you but were you were you up um like after we met last night were you in the in the kitchen at all or were there any of your friends in the kitchen that you know of
2: oh no, not that i was aware what's what's going
0: on well i i got up because I thought i had forgotten to clean something, and I, I walked in, and as I was in in here in the in the in the galley, I heard some footsteps over in the mess hall. But then when I opened the door, there was nobody in there. Um, I thought it might have been one of you, but if it wasn't, don't don't worry about it. Um, what can I do for you? You need you need some coffee this morning. What time was this? This was uh, whew, let's see. I woke up because I was I actually woke up because I had a bad dream. And then when I woke up, I remembered that I had not cleaned uh, a pan and I came in here and it turns out I did. It Like, you know, when your whole life is cooking, these are the weird kind of things you dream about. But it was probably like one, maybe midnight, somewhere in there. It was middle of the night.
2: Well, I, I don't know the details, but I do know that we all kind of had a bit of a rough night. So if, if there's anything else that seems off, please, please let me know. I'm glad that you brought this to my attention and I'll keep an eye did- out.
0: Did you have nightmares? I, I don't I know. I did. I don't typically have nightmares, but I I have been for the last couple of nights. Oddly, since you guys came on on the ship, actually, um, yeah, you know, I know that you. I, I don't know a whole lot about magic, but like, is there something you you're all doing that would be causing this? Because I, I also heard from Roland. He he dreamt that like his his armor was dirty, which for him apparently is a huge problem. Um, that he's been having nightmares too. It, it seems like a thing.
2: No, oh, I, I we this has not been the norm for us we we, we got on the ship and again I, I haven't talked to the rest of my crew so I, I know that someone said that they had a rough night uh, I think it was Tallinn they said they had a rough night but I I do know I have also been having nightmares on this ship is there anything we should know about this vessel is it like
0: uh, it's not haunted as far as I know but it is uh you know this this is this whole dream thing is not typical for us. Um, so as she was talking, by the way, as soon as she said the word Roland, um, you, you actually see he, he kind of barges into the, into the room and he, he goes, ah, oh, Talia, I hear you're talking about me again. You just can't keep my name out of your mouth, huh? And she looks, he looks at you, novelist and he says, <laughs> Talia, can, can you fetch me some coffee, please? And he, um, he, he walks over to you, novelist and, ah, oh, you t- Where did your jacket go? That was quite a nice garment you had there. I was actually eyeing it. It was very fine quality.
2: Your name is not the only thing she can keep out of her mouth.
0: (laughs) Talia uh, actually looks very put off. She looks very put off by that comment. (laughs) (laughs) Talia is a little put off by that remark, and she kind of looks at you. I just
2: freaking hate Roland so much.
0: novelist. that's very inappropriate. That's... uh, Sorry, sorry. Just
2: an ill time joke. Uh, you 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 missed our previous conversation. Pardon, pardon, man.
0: Uh, all right. Uh, well, clearly I'm in the middle of something here, so I'm I'm just gonna go. Uh, and he walks into the other. Magnus, good morning. He shuts <laughs> the door, and uh, you kind of just hear him loudly through the door, but can't quite make out what he's saying.
2: Um, Can I apologize to her? Like, like, hey, I'm sorry. That guy just I fucking hate that guy.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, I mean. Don't, especially in front of the rest of the crew. Don't, don't yes, make. Know, a No no, I know. Yeah. That was
2: very off- offhand. Can I, can I get you a drink? Do you, do you want this drink that I just got for myself? Here.
0: <laughs> she, she looks at it. She says, "Your, your offer is appreciated, but uh, why don't you, why don't you go? Uh, I heard Magnus gave you an assignment. Why don't you uh, go to the lower decks? Maybe come see me later. We'll, we'll talk again. Okay. And um, you should, you should grab your jacket out of my, uh, my bunk. It's, it's the one yeah. directly south." Um,
2: uh, will do, and uh, keep me updated if if the stream situation gets any weirder for you. Let me know because I know it may be affecting my crew as well. So I'd love to get to the bottom of it.
0: Okay, uh, sure. If I hear anything else, I'll I'll let you know. No problem. And uh, you know, don't don't worry about it, Nobilis. I'm just uh, it was a little surprising, but but we're we're still good. All right. So, um, Nobles and Anomio, um, let me move you guys. Uh, Little Grizz is going to hang out in the mess hall because that's where all the food is. Um, yeah, I
3: thought we were taking Little Grizz.
0: Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. You're totally right. You are. Yep. And... Yeah,
1: him and Booker are both going to help look for cranium rats.
0: Thank you. You know, it's there's one thing I wish I had done differently, and it was not having quite so many other entities. <laughs> uh, we got, yeah, we have two magical swords. We have a dog. We have a bear. <laughs> we have probably many other things. Patron. Anyway. All right. So, uh... The rest of you guys go off um, to do your your things, and we'll kind of get to that in a moment. Um, the doors are closed to the mess hall at the moment. Uh, Roland barges in. He's talking to Magnus for a moment, and Magnus says, uh, Ro- "Roland, there's um, why don't you go to the armory and uh, you know, count the count the weapons for us. Make sure that they're all there. Uh, I heard Alessio say that something might be missing. I want to make sure that that everything's where it belongs." He says. Absolutely. This is a job that only Roland Stormwind could do. I mean, Roland could do. Yes. Uh, forget that I said that. And, and he walks. he walks away and uh, goes over to the armory. So um, at this point, Magnus kind of looks over at Alicia and he says, uh, "Alicia, could you give us a little privacy if you wouldn't mind? Just you can take your plate to your room. That that'd be fine. Or go eat up on the deck." And uh, she just kind of stands up and silently leaves. At this point, it is Alessio, Magnus, and a rat. <laughs> sleeping in the middle of you two. And Magnus, uh, Magnus says, All right, Alessio, it's just you and me. We need to talk. You said that something was missing. If somebody on my ship stole something from you, I need to know about it immediately. I need to know what's missing and and any information that you have about it. Well, I can't
4: tell you exactly what it is, but it's something personal to me. I had it in my person
0: when I went to sleep, and now it's gone. Is it a magical item? Is it like a picture? Is it, give me a little something more to go on. It's made of metal. Made of metal, okay. <sighs> Is there anything else you could tell me? Because I, I can't go question people with just that. I understand it's private, but if if you can give me anything else, that will help.
4: well it might be uh it's uh it's gold and that's all i could tell you gold
0: okay so valuable (laughs) that makes sense so let's think who who on the ship so most most people on the ship have been here for a while the only only new folks are you and alicia um obviously alicia has a gold beard she's probably got more gold than we've ever seen in our lives so i doubt it would be her this cranium rat's a little concerning, though. It's possible that we have a stowaway. Um, Milo's still a little new to the to the crew. He's a little bit of a loose cannon. Pardon the pun, but he is. Uh, he would probably be the first person I would ask. Um, however, uh, I have another question I wanted to ask you. Uh, I just overheard Talon kind of talking about not sleeping very well. Have have you been having nightmares as well? Cause I have myself.
4: Same here. I think we all I think our entire group has been uh kind of bogged down by nightmares.
1: So oh, what are cute. Magnus's nightmares about? Is it the seraphina won't get with him? Girl, you ain't there!
0: I know. <laughs> I'm gonna put you on mute when you're not in wondering... the scene.
1: <laughs> I keep muting myself too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, it brings me it's funny to think that she's muting herself and she still interjects this much. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, I'm muting myself. Oh, it's okay. I prefer talking over not talking. All right, anyway, so he um I missed what you said Alessio if you remember.
4: I said we're we're all having uh nightmares, okay. uh, most notably, most notably novelists. All right.
0: Uh well, I mean, I my nightmares are are pretty par for the course, uh, but there is something that's a little different about them. And I'm curious if you've seen the same. Uh,
4: They seem seem more real, right?
0: They seem a little bit more real, but but so what it might have been for the last two nights are... Us, we're sailing the ship, and we go into this large storm, and there's this... uh, Whereas like a hurricane would typically have the eye of the storm, in the middle of the storm is this large green eye. And it seems to stare directly at the ship. And then everything stops working, and the ship starts plummeting to the surface of the of the uh you know, to the land, and we crash, and then I wake up. And then I, you know, catch my breath, I go back to sleep, and I have the same exact dream over and over again. Um It's getting really getting to me. I'm not being able to sleep. It seems these dreams are attacking our
4: innermost fears. From my dream. And I wouldn't really share this with anyone else, but I do trust you. Um, My sister is, I'm dreaming that my sister, who I left to go on this journey, is being hurt. And I can't sleep either.
0: Hmm. And uh, does this have anything to do with uh, the item that happens to be missing?
4: I don't think they're connected because it's happening to all of us and I'm the only one that has that item.
0: Okay. Alright, I'll keep that in mind, but good to know. I've I've heard from some of the other crew that they've been having nightmares as well, but you know, it's not uncommon. It's a little bit of a, a rough ride, especially for the, the newer folks. Um, when I was when but, I was
4: down in the bottom of the of the ship, before I found the rat down there, something didn't seem right. There was just I've I've spent many years kind of sneaking around and hiding in the shadows and i can i get uneasy feelings very 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 easy and there's something uneasy happening on the ship i i can't explain it i just have a feeling i don't know i can't tell you any more than that because i don't know but something something's going on something is brewing on this ship and i i don't know what it is but we need to find out what it what it is
0: yeah i would agree there's there's definitely something happening here uh you know what I'll do is I'll um, maybe I'll send Roland down to the to the lower decks to help out the other the other two. Um, do you think they they need some help?
4: Well, before I do that and go help, I would like to go talk to Milo.
0: Well, no, you could go talk to Milo. I'm gonna send Roland down there. I'm just asking, do you think that they need the, the extra assistance?
4: Do you oh, think yeah. Roland
0: would be an asset to them?
4: I think it would be. Uh, I think it'd be helpful. Yes.
0: Mm. All right. We I'll don't definitely know. We send. Don't,
4: we don't, yeah, we don't know what's really down there.
0: All right, I'll, uh, I'll send him down there. Um, so as, as he mentions Roland's name, uh, you actually see Roland kind of tumbles through the, the door he, as if he'd been listening at the door. Uh, hello, uh, yes, uh, Magnus, I am at your service. I'll go join the rest of the crew down in the, the lower decks. Uh, I will bring my sword and none of these rats shall leave there alive. Um, Tolin also runs in and she she says, "Oops, I forgot the rat." And she she goes and takes the rat with her because I totally forgot that she was supposed to take it with her. <laughs> I'm sure she was probably yelling that because you know, she a, was on she's, here. Got a, she's got study <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, all right, so we're gonna we're gonna do this. So we're gonna um, I think just based off time, I think it makes more sense to go to the mid deck and go to Tallinn. Um, it, with the alchemist, uh, Alaric Fireforge.
1: So you mean I'm allowed to unmute myself?
0: At this point, what? you are.
1: <laughs> hey, she can speak. Yay!
0: So First, I've been talking her, so yes. much
1: too.
2: Absolutely before you dive into her, I'm curious to hear like her flight. Like, what, what are the results? Like, how did it her, go?
0: Her what? Uh,
1: I literally oh, just poured more flight. to make a comparison oh. of. I drank too much that's that oh then we should that definitely is the go real result <laughs> that is the real result uh yeah that, no, that's the result.
4: but also the warehouse k of is my jam yeah warehouse k is the shit
1: so that's my shit warehouse that's k, my jam yeah. i like that way more than where. well the warehouse m was a pick that the only pick ever that's done by the state of utah and as usual they fucked it up uh, <laughs> not not good the only pick ever in Utah, in the state of Utah, of Knob Creek, my beloved, is the worst Knob Creek I have ever had. Like, but like, it's ridiculous.
2: Literally, just email them and be like, "Hey, I'm the only person in Utah that drinks Knob Creek." Just like, <laughs> let me <know."> <laughs> right,
1: <laughs> hire me for the for, for just sure. your Knob Creek pick. They've only done one, and it was like two years ago. <laughs> but um, the this Warehouse K, really good. The Camp Nelson, I dig, it's a little more rye-forward to me. So I can see why a lot of other people would really dig it, but for me... Not as much as the why, warehouse care.
3: Why do you hate the rye? Let the mm. rye into I, your life.
1: She's it's, tried for years. Okay. Yeah, I she's have trying. tried to it's study hard. taste buds to understand the differences of why everybody else likes rye. I don't understand. So, <laughs> okay. I'm going to go uh, experiment on Cranium Rats.
0: All right, um, cool. All right, so we are now on the mid-deck here. Uh, so the <laughs> mid-deck, you'll remember, is kind of uh, filled with regular herbs and whatnot. It's the herbs are tended to by Elwin Greenbloom, who's a druid. Um, but you walk up to the Alchemist Lab where Alaric uh, Fireforge, you can hear him through the door talking loudly to himself. Um, It's kind of
1: like
0: so. What would you like to do?
1: I mean, (laughs) you hear a a small explosion. That is is the most. (laughs) That's the most accurate description of a scientist ever. That's actually usually how I imitate my mother when I'm talking about her. I'm like, yeah,
0: I was was talking to my mom. She was like, (laughs) (laughs) my mom sounds a lot more Uh, a lot different than novelist's mom. So,
1: (laughs) so I feel like. Talon is excited about this whole rat thing because her her idea here is that maybe they can sort of reverse the connection to the cranium r- rats at Urngor and sort of like turn them against the Underdark maybe if that connection's still close enough. Sure. Um, so she just like bust in. She okay. just straight up bust in She kind of got the vibe with Alaric earlier that he's basically depending on his like mentor's notes Mm -hmm. and everything. So she just like busts in. She's got this cranium rat. She's holding it by the tail. It's still asleep. Uh, No pain or anything has been I don't know happened to it. So she's like, I need to look through your mentor's notes and everything to see is there anything we could do about reversing this like hive connection that cranial rats have. And we need to do this quick because the further away we get, the weaker that connection is gonna get.
0: Okay, sure. Uh, so you you barge into this room and Alaric uh, yep. he's holding he's holding a I actually I put his little little I, uh, I'm gonna try something different tonight I put his picture up where my picture is cause I'm gonna try to do this let'll see how it goes anyway so ah. um, you burst in and Alaric he he's holding a test tube in both hands and uh, one's filled with like a blue liquid one's filled with a pink liquid and uh, he kind of jumps and he goes ah Talon! Ah! you're' you're late you were supposed to be here at 10 30 sharp bright and early as i said i woke up early just enough. to meet you here and you're late it's ten thirty-five. i can't believe you and uh he spills I had a little nightmares. bit he spills a little bit of the pink liquid on the floor and you see it start <laughs> starting to eat through the wood um and then he pours some of the blue liquid on it and it just sizzles and it kind of like neutralizes it so um nice. he turns towards you and at he- least he
1: understands that much
0: he kinda he kinda I'm runs towards you with these two test tubes in his hand, and he's like, Alright, I'm about to do my experiment where we're gonna we're gonna turn invisible and this is gonna be great. You ready? Uh
1: sh Mm-hmm. Wait, that who sounds is like a yes weak? to me alright
0: and then he pours both of them in his mouth at the same time and you see uh, like a whole bunch of just foam bursting out of his mouth like elephant toothpaste or whatever they call that and uh, it just it erupts from his face and um, he just kind of he starts to panic as like it's way more than he thought and uh, all of a sudden he pops out of existence and uh, he just goes completely invisible but you see the two test tubes floating in the air and for about three seconds he's invisible but then he comes right back to it and uh, he goes did it work did it work I couldn't see I couldn't see myself but I normally can't see myself through my own like... where did I go
1: it worked it was it, it was short lasting but it worked but I need your mentor's notes really really fast let's go well, I, I don't think that's... we could save Urngor Zurek. we could save Urngor I, I look at this rat
0: I'm really confused right now. I'm really confused. Uh, all right, hold on one second. He he picks up some of the the foam off the ground, and he he's like, "We gotta save this for later. This is a good component." And he uh, he puts it in a little leather bag, and it just starts kind of seeping into the leather bag. Um,
1: I think I can help with your longevity issue. You know, you're you're fast, you're quick. It's it's you know, you want it to last longer. Typical story. I can help you with that. But first, I need your mentor's notes to figure out this connection with the Cranium Rats. Talon, the first thing you need to know... What's your mentor's name?
0: The first thing that you need to know in this alchemy lab is that we don't do vulgarity. So please, your puns are not appreciated here. All right. uh, Anyway. I don't even know. I don't... I don't have anything to do with rats. (laughs) You don't need to know my mentor's name. But I do have something interesting for you. Do you want to see?
1: Does it have to do with cranium rat mind No, I don't know anything about rats. I don't do it. What the hell is wrong with well, this head? Well, you need to. Do you want to save a shit ton of people or not? Of your own? Oh, Wait, are you a dork? Is he I'm a, a dork?
0: Uh, he's, a, he's a
1: gnome. Oh, well. Your boss's people.
0: <laughs> your uh, captain's people. The people in urn they they're already, like, they're, they're gonna be fine. It's totally... Uh, there's nothing that we can do here to help them, but... It, what right. if we could? Let me let's back up a minute. Let's back up a minute. He kind of wipes some of the the foam away from his mouth. Tell me about the rat. What's why is its head purple and blue? Why exactly. can I see its brain? And he, he actually reaches out with a finger and he goes to poke the, the rat's brain.
1: So it's a very particular type of rat. It's from the underdark. So since it you didn't say that affect- you were
0: stopping him, uh he is going to actively push why uh, not? touch... Well, I I gave you a chance to say something. He pokes the thing's brain. Yeah, no, I'm saying what's. Yeah, wrong? Uh, he pokes the thing's brain and immediately that would cause some damage. And uh, the the no, rat...
1: actually, actually, there are no pain receptors at the brain, like in the brain and under the skull. There are no pain receptors. It would not Ooh. feel a thing. That would not wake it up from its sleep all right all right oh, uh, uh, science, uh, okay <laughs> i i am i am
0: willing to take that that all right fair enough the uh, cranium rat remains asleep at the moment um you, you you quickly hold it back and you you know don't don't touch the rat he says oh oh all right don't poke well, the rat all right, no problem. Uh, all right, I I didn't know that about brains. Neither did Bill. So, <laughs> <Fun fact. laughs> although I guess it, you know, a headache feels like there's pain receptors in there. But
1: no, I'm just kidding.
0: All right. No, anyway, that's
1: all vascularity I'm and actually, it's totally outside joking. the skull.
0: Yeah. I'm not questioning you, trust me. Um, Do not
1: question her. <laughs>
0: I am absolutely not.
1: Promise it's.
0: Real. <laughs> all right. So, uh, so you he pokes the brain. It's a little squishy, and uh, you see the some of the the little the blue and the purple are, are igniting really really fast all of a sudden they pulls his finger away and they they stop um, and then they they go back to normal and uh, he says that's very interesting um all right come come put the rat over here on my desk let's let's check it out I don't know a whole lot about it but maybe we can figure something out and uh so he kind of walks over here okay. and, all right so yeah, I'll drag it um he says so I don't care where this came from, but what, what are we trying to do? You're trying to trying to connect to its brain?
1: Yeah. So this is a this part of a species that has a hive mind. And currently, the rest of its species is basically under the Underdark's control and attacking the dwarves of Urngor's Zorak. So what if we can reverse that and signal the whole rest of the hive mind to attack the Underdark instead of the dwarves of Ergorazurek.
0: Interesting, interesting. Uh, okay, well, this is like a a little guy, so I'm not sure how far, but we could do some some tests. Um, so he's gonna he's gonna take out this little glass contraption from underneath the the desk. It's like a little glass dome, and he's gonna put it over the entirety of the rat. And he's gonna say, "This will keep us safe in case it decides to wake up, uh, but also if it has any heightened mental, uh, like telepathic anything." it's going to glow. And so as soon as he puts it down, the whole thing glows purple. He says, that's very interesting. So it definitely has some uh, telepathic powers. Uh, The question is, how far does it work? Um, Do you have any ideas of how we could try to test for this? Test for
1: the proximity of
0: it. He walks over to his book and he starts flipping through pages. uh, Well, while you're thinking.
1: Yeah, if he can look through his book and see if his... uh... Mentor had any notes on this. See, any detections of... So right now, it's programmed to go after dwarves. If we wake it up and put a dwarf in front of it, we can see if it's still within proximity to go after dwarves. And then we can see like how that color changes and see if we can reverse it. Okay.
0: Uh, all right. Let's try this. And then uh, he takes a little stone from underneath uh, this desk here. He says, uh, "Magnus, Magnus, uh, can you come down here for a minute? Uh, we we got a question for you." And uh, he's, "Yeah, I'll be right down there. All right, uh, no no problem. Give me a minute." Um, so a minute goes by. We
1: have walkie talkies.
0: <laughs> they do, totally do. Awesome. Uh, so Magnus walks in the door, and uh, he walks over, and you see um, you see the little the little glass container it changes from purple to blue as soon as Magnus starts getting closer. And um, Ooh. at the moment, that's
1: all it. That, so it does alter the signal. So it alters the signal it's getting as if it's recognizing it's the species that it's currently programmed to go after.
0: Hmm. Either that, or it uh, just I don't know, really likes Magnus. I'm not sure. Uh, but this is definitely something to think about. Um, how long has it been asleep? Has it been asleep a while?
1: Uh, under an hour, I think.
0: Under an hour. We just went up, got yeah, coffee. Sounds- Sounds fine. Down. All right. Well, we definitely want to keep it underneath this cage because it won't be able to get out unless it digs through the wood. But uh, all right. Thanks, Magnus. Yeah, Magnus, I'm not really sure what I did, but uh, you're welcome. No problem. All right. I'm out of here. And uh, he goes. <laughs> he goes back up to the deck. Um, all right. So the two of you are gonna continue to work on this rat for a little bit. Um, but let's go down to the lower deck. If uh, Jason, are you still around? Actually, no. I'm sorry. You weren't. You weren't gonna be in this. In this scene. So don't worry about it. All right. Um,
4: Guys, I have to uh, jump off. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, no problem, Jason. All right, okay. uh, you're good for the right. you're good for the night. Um, all right, all right, talk to you later. Hi, all right, Jason. so, so uh, Anomio, Novelis, and Roland, the three of you are in the basement, uh, or well, the the lower deck of the skyship. Um, it's extremely dark down here. It's actually the first time that either one of you have been in the bottom of the ship. Um, you see some cells to your left. You see a whole bunch of empty boxes, and uh, there's very little light down here.
3: Uh, do we have uh, Booker and Lil yes, Grizz? With you us? do. Sorry. Yeah, let okay. me put them. Yep. I know. I know. You're just nope. saying how much of a pain it is with these guys.
0: <laughs> no, I'm glad. I'm glad you said something. All right. Lil Grizz is, uh, he's actually kind of right. I don't know why he has no hit points. Um, he is right next to your leg. He's kind of like attached to you. At the moment oh uh, like uh he's not scared but he's he's i think he's just used to being with somebody who's gonna lead him through scary places okay
1: Wait, he's yeah. not riding on top of booker
0: oh that no. would else be great yeah, yeah yeah not at the moment
3: well i i guess i would ask did they uh did they get a scent of the rat before we left uh
0: booker booker would have yes okay okay roland is also with you um you see, he comes kind of clambering really? down the stairs. Right, uh, he's he's right behind you, Novelist. He puts his hand on your shoulder. He says, "Oh, Novelist, Novelist, don't don't worry, I'm with you. What are, what are we doing? What's the plan?"
2: I'm gonna um, stare at him very intently. Inappropriate touching. I do not consent to that. Uh, I'd like to like also like shrug my shoulder <laughs> off and like look back at him. Just oh, like. Hmm.
3: No, dude. No, dude. Back off. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I I. think I am going to... I want to walk carefully over mm-hmm. to this first, first couple of crates. Mm-hmm. Now, which one of these... Do we know which one of these the original rat was found in?
0: All you know is that Alessio said he looked in a crate and a rat jumped out at him. Okay. So so I would say no. All right. Fair enough. Um
1: Did he put the top back on? I'm so sorry. I know.
0: You don't know.
3: Um I would like to keep little Grizz near me if I can cuz I kind of sure. Well, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to lean down to little Grizz. I'm going to whisper to him like, "Okay. Okay. Take it easy." We're going to murder some rats. I'm going to say this in Nômish to him. Okay. That is uh, a opportunity for uh, murdering
0: das route. <laughs> what language was? I that? love how many I love how many languages that was. Well, that's what Nômish is. That was good. That was good. Anomio Banderas speaks German.
1: It's germish. It's It's like instead of Spanglish. I was going to say, it's it's Jamglish. Spangan?
3: Germglish. It's It's Dutch, Spanish. There we go. That's what it
2: is. (laughs) Someone who says Spankin? Oh, Spangan. Gotcha.
0: Little Grizz looks up at you uh, a little confused. Um, But, you know, whatever. He's, He's still sticking with you.
3: Okay. All right, I I will pry the top off
0: uh, this first crate. Sure. All right. So you, uh, I would actually imagine that you might have a crowbar on you. Uh, You? No, you don't actually. Um, But that's okay. Uh, We'll we'll just make it up. You you find something to pry it open, or maybe it's not that all that hard. You uh, you open this first crate and you look inside. And it's very dark inside, and uh, there there is some stuff in here. There's just some some cloth of some sort, and uh, inside the cloth, like you know, you kind of stare at the cloth for a minute, and nothing seems to be moving. Hmm. You don't see any glow. You don't see really anything.
3: Okay. Should we should we spread out and start to search search the cabin?
0: Roland uh, Roland says. That sounds great. I can't see anything down here.
3: Oh yes, well, I'll light a torch first. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Roland is a human, so he, uh, you guys both have dark vision. He does not. Um, so if you want to re- light a torch, that would actually be very helpful for him. I, I can do that. Perfect. All right. So otherwise, I, I was going to
2: hand him my big black rod to hold on to. <laughs> so yes, <laughs> yeah. I, I light a torch right quick.
0: Perfect. All right. So you light the torch, and uh, you see the the room kind of fills with with a little bit of of. Um, light about 20 feet out from you and uh, you can't see to the other end but you know it's lit up and Roland walks over and uh he kind of very close to your ear says thanks buddy appreciate it this guy's such a fucking creep <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go check out the brig over here and he's, he's gonna walk up over to one of the to the things and then uh he takes a minute to look at it he looks back at you and goes I don't think there's anything in this one. I'll report back in a minute. <laughs> All right. What are you, you two doing? You know what, buddy?
3: Why don't you take the torch? Or, I mean, why don't you take the torch, Roland? Since your
0: eyesight is sheet. <laughs> Perfect. All right. So he's going to. Um. I'll let me give him some torches. All right. So he uh, he lights a torch and. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh.
3: Nablus? Would you care to check... If you check the uh, crates to the west of us, I will venture a little bit further east.
2: Was that a question for me?
3: Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll check it. Okay. Okay. Alright, so me and Lil' Grizz will go... So this is right here? This one right here? This is open already?
0: That's open, yep. Okay.
3: Alright. So I'll open this fella right here. The uh, one south of it.
0: Sure all right so you go to go to crack that one open <clears throat> and um a little rat comes and pops out and uh at this point i would say you guys are actually like kind of searching for these so i'm not going to give it advantage on the attack but it, it is going to attack you um and this why? this
3: is a brain exposed glowy
0: absolutely yeah so a cranium okay. rat is going to pop out of this i can't make it attack you and i'm not sure why um I think because I have little Grizz selected, not you. All right, let's just bite. Brr. All right, so he's going to ooh, Whoa. natural twenty, Dang. ooh, uh, for one one damage. <laughs> all right, so uh, it's gonna do uh, one point of damage to you as it latches onto your finger, and it's 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 holding on at the moment.
3: I'm going to uh, I'm gonna take it on my finger. I'm gonna walk it over to little Grizz. and it's like all right. Don' murdering ratin'
2: I totally thought <laughs> Adrana was supposed. I thought she was about to bottle chug that. Like I, I, I didn't know if there was still a cork in there. I thought she was just about to go. Alright,
1: so the cork little... lid broke, so oh. I had to bite it. <laughs>
0: right, man. You and I both like two. That's two a pretty bottles clean break. Today. Yeah.
1: Oh, uh, right. it's just the little black wax on the Knop Creek bot. So I just had to. Bite oh, it, those and pull it wor-
0: worst wax in the game. All right, so they've, li- gotten, li- better. they've li- gotten better. They've better. Lil Grizz makes an attack at the rat. Uh, I'm going to give him an advantage because you're holding it because his first attack was a four. Um, so 19 to hit, and uh, you know, presumably it does more than two points of damage. So he's going to grab the rat in his mouth, and he's going to shake it like a dog, and then drop it down to the ground, and he's going to start pawing at it. And uh, you're going to see the little sparks in the in the rat's head kind of glow really, really bright, and then dim, and then fade. Who is a good boy? <laughs> <laughs> Little Grizz looks happy with you, yes. <laughs> Alright, but that being said, there's a there's another, uh, that was a cranium rat. So, uh, Roland actually hearing kind of some of the commotion, he comes running over and he goes, Ah, another, another fresh kill by Anomio. Very good job. Uh, he's being extremely loud.
3: I'm going to, I'm just going to look at it and be like, My friend, it is me and Nablus. If you don't stop talking so loud, I'm going to kick you in the nuts.
0: <laughs> I I would rather that not happen, so I will I will quiet down a bit. As he's saying this, a uh, a cranium rat actually crawls out of the box behind him and uh, attacks him as well. Uh, oh, I'm so, not
2: helping. I am not helping. So it's Go gonna
0: make far. it's going to it's gonna attack for 18. It's gonna hit him. And it's gonna do one point of damage, <laughs> but. This, uh, this cranium rat, it jumps on his shoulder and it bites him right on the side of the neck and Roland, Roland uh, he kind of grabs the rat and he picks it up and he looks at it and he throws it across the ship and you hear it just kind of smack against something on the other side of the ship uh, and and uh, you hear Roland go oh my god, oh my god, it's on me they're in my hair, they're in my hair <laughs> and he, he pulls his sword out and he just starts kind ah,
3: ah, ah, of oh swiping it all over the this place Dude, I can't
0: um, Anomio, I'd like you to make a dexterity saving throw.
3: <laughs> oh boy,
0: this brings me joy. <laughs> Seventeen. All right, pretty good, pretty good. All right. Uh, Did that I'm rat just... die? What?
1: From being thrown. We don't,
0: know. We don't know. What are you doing? <laughs> All right, his attack does not hit you. <laughs> so, um, but uh, he's he uh, he kind of holds his sword up and he calms down for a minute. He goes. Did you did you see where it went? I hate rats. No, I, hate I was them.
3: too busy dodging your flailing bullshit. All right, <laughs> excuse I was, me, bullshit.
0: I'm so sorry. All right. Uh, Okay, hold on. All right, Roland, get a hold of yourself. You got this. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna go look over there. Um, I mean, sorry. I'm gonna go look over there, and I'm gonna find that that creature and slay it. And uh, you see you see the torch light kind of go off into the distance a little bit. I like um, to look
2: to Agnomio and like, Gage, what the fuck? Are we just letting him go? I don't give a fuck. Like, just go.
3: I'm going to lean oh. down to Little Grizzly and be like, uh, das ist ein Duschbag. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to let that happen. I'm not going to interfere. Just let it go.
0: So I I totally forgot that I was still the gnome on screen. <laughs> so thank you, Russell. Um, try to try to point that out if I end up. Do- I want to do this as more of a thing, but I gotta try to get in. I gotta try to do that. Anyway, sorry. Um, so <laughs> you guys calling him a douchebag? Got it. He definitely is.
2: Can I search some of these boxes near me?
0: Absolutely. Uh, so you you uh, roll an investigation check for me.
2: My first roll of the night, I think.
0: Yeah. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes there's not a whole lot of rolls.
2: Okay, okay, a 15.
0: Alright, so with a 15, so you actually so this this like iron looking crate to your uh, south. So you you find a way to open this and it actually has a latch on it. And as you open the latch, you peer inside and you see um, you see a small round object inside. It appears to be yeah. kind of like glass maybe but it's not clear it's it's more of an opaque but with the darkness in here you can't quite make up more details
2: I don't want to light a torch Um, my dark vision I can't see any more details than that
0: uh, no, not really. It's more that it's it's very dark inside the box. It's very dark here, and with uh, technically dark vision supposed to be like a grayscale. So it's more just that you see a, a round object in the bottom. It's very smooth though. Um, if you were to picture like a very large marble, that's kind of what we're talking. Like like a like a, um, like a think like a pool ball. It's about that size. And it's the only thing in this crate. It seems to be. At least that's what you see. Yep.
2: Can I pick it
0: up? Yeah. Uh, so you pick it up and you you look at it and it's it's green. Um, some sort of like maybe a jade. It's kind of like a like a slightly lighter color green. Can I just like put it in my pocket? Sure. All right. So you uh you place the round ball in your pocket. I'll uh, add that to your inventory later. All right. Um knob <laughs> i t- I type your name as knob because it's shorter all right anyway so uh yeah that's it you you poke around and you you grab this little green ball do i get more moves <laughs> uh, yeah i mean you guys tell me what you want to do this is like a open kind of thing if either one of you has an idea or if roland decides that he wants to be involved he'll he'll make himself I'm involved not, i might <laughs> let roland do whatever
2: he wants to do i just want to search these boxes like there's no reason not to search them i see another like Guarded box back behind me near the stairwell,
0: and I was just gonna check okay. that out. Yeah, sure. Um, so he, so you're gonna go check the other guarded box. Um, go ahead and roll investigation for me. Actually, in this case, roll a strength check for me. Let's see if you can open it.
2: What? what? How? Mm. So the re- <laughs> the
0: reason the reason is that the the box itself is it seems securely closed.
2: Oh, does it? Okay, great. Let's try that. Um,
0: Noblis is gonna Risky Whiskey, cause he's got okay. a
2: 1. Sure. Noblis is gonna Risky Whiskey. Why does it to be a strength, Bill? You know my strength is absolute shite. I
0: call it the way I think it. I don't, I, believe it or not, I often do not consider things like that.
2: <laughs> Let's try it again. Let's try it again.
0: Oh, okay. There you 13. are. 13. Alright, 13. Cool. Uh, a 13 is still not enough to open it.
2: Ah, okay, great. great. Alright.
0: Um you guys hear a a shriek, or maybe a scream, a very manly scream, and then a thud. Oh, boy.
3: I I scoop up Lil' Grizz. I scoop up Lil' Grizz, and I I pop him on my shoulders, and I'm I charge on in. Even I don't want I don't want Roland to die, even if he is a douchebag.
0: Alright. Oh, shit. I, th- I looked ahead that's okay all right so uh you race ahead into the darkness um i'm gonna grab you novelist as well all right, well you did you didn't say you were heading that way so whatever yeah no i'll
2: go i'll
0: go okay um so both of you race ahead and you uh you see roland um laying on the ground there's no blood there's no nothing he just is laying on the ground seemingly unconscious um his face looks a little swollen Uh, and his, and his, one of his ears seems to be bleeding, but there's no, it's not like he's laying in a pool of blood.
3: I would, could I do, I'm, I'm guessing either nature or, or arcana. I don't know.
0: What are you trying to learn?
3: I'm trying to, I, I, I want to see how much Anomio knows about certain things that would eat a brain.
0: Got it. Okay. Um. Let's go. Let's go Arcana. Okay. Also, you guys are still fairly far away from him. Are you getting closer or are you staying far away?
3: Uh 25. I I want to approach cautiously
0: with
2: sure. my sword drawn. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to hang back just a little bit.
0: All right. Uh so Anomio you approach cautiously. Um it, honestly in order to get a good look at him you're going to have to kind of go between these boxes. You can you could let me know if you're approaching from down here or No, no, no. Over
3: I, here. I I wanna or come, above. <laughs> I want to come I want to come right down the middle.
0: Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um so you with your 25, so you look at him and you see that that his ear is definitely bleeding. Um you kind of look at his eyes which were closed, you kind of look at them and they're very bloodshot. And just something seems very off about whatever ha- like he should have more injuries if he was just like hit with something heavy or whatever like that. But it seems as if maybe something more psychic hit him. Um, I think oh, that with your twenty boy. with your twenty five, I'll definitely give it like this was some sort of psychic attack. Holy and it was an, and it was enough to presumably knock him out which despite his uh his his silliness because you fought him earlier you could tell like he's he doesn't have like 10 hit points he's got quite a bit more than that
3: yeah i am going to put little grizz down
0: mm-hmm.
3: and i'm just going
2: to say to him run okay you scared me with that phrase ed i got a little scared but okay <laughs> and then I, and then i'm
3: taking out pyroxis
0: all right uh, so you you withdraw Pyroxis and the, the room lights with uh, the, the, with fire and um, you hear in your in your head uh, yes, yes what are we fighting? You know
3: Eros only knows but Eros help us We're gonna kill it.
0: I'd like you to make a perception check for me.
3: Hung on a, a 1 for a while. <laughs>
0: it did, I saw that. Uh, so an 11. Um, you feel as if you're being watched, but you don't see anything.
3: Oh. Oh, this is bad. I I, I got to say, for the first time in a while, Norro feels fear. Like Noro feels some serious fucking juju up in here.
0: Is Noblus picking up on any of this, or well, you, he you her back from what from what you see from your actual vantage point, you saw Nomio kind of. I mean, picture these boxes being somewhat close together. He kind of squeezed through these boxes. He looked down, and then he immediately drew Pyroxus, and then he's kind of looking around, looking fair even from the back of his head. You could tell he's he's a little bit more jittery than. Anomia would be. Um okay. I'd say that's what you see. Um
2: okay. We we had a long rest before the last round, right? Right? Yes. Just checking. Yep. Can all us go
0: invisible? If you'd like to.
2: I think I want to. This is freaking me the fuck
0: out. <laughs> okay. Alright, so uh you cast invisibility, um, which uh Oh wait, hold
2: hold hold on hold on! Hold on. I, the question was, can I?
0: Oh, okay, sorry. Well, you, yes, you could if you want to.
2: Can I run up to Agnomio Because with my with my mm-hmm. invisibility, I can affect another creature.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Can I run up to him, grab him, and then try to to, to cast that?
0: Absolutely. Uh, so you run up to? Are you doing it this time? Yes, yes, okay. yes. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> That's you. fine.
2: Thank you for asking.
0: No problem. Uh, so you um, you run up to Anomio, you grab his shoulder, and the two of you go invisible.
3: Oh, was oh, it right. not
2: supposed to do that?
3: Okay. No, no, that's good. I mean, I was about to get the fuck out of here, so
2: yeah, that's that's the plan. That's the plan. Yeah. So can he see me? Oh, I'm curious. How does does he see me at you all? You two no?
0: cannot see each other. No. Okay. You're, you're not so that there's like another thing like an ethereal plane kind of thing but that's you're not there you are just invisible okay, but, to the but rigid. he can feel me
2: pulling on him
0: yes like at the moment you you still have your hand on his shoulder as long as you don't let go he'll feel you I, I like to pull him back towards the um, entrance of the room okay I'd like both of you to roll stealth check for me and presumably you're leaving Roland there I
3: don't give a shit. What,
4: are we leaving him? It's up to yeah,
3: you. well, for now. Okay. I got, I got disadvantage because of my armor.
0: Fair. Okay. Oh, dang. So, uh, Nobolus, you rolled a 20, and Anomio, you rolled a 7. Um, so as you are... No, no, playing... no, no wait,
2: hold on. Risky, yes, risky. yes, do okay. it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's
3: try that again.
1: Was that the absence?
3: Yeah. Oh,
0: I'm
1: pissed
0: right oh. now. <laughs> I think you're all, right. <laughs> ah, <fuck>. all right. <laughs> You rolled an eight. <laughs> it's one better. Uh. That's okay. Um, so, Novelis, you, uh, you're leading Anomio, um, but at some point, your hand kind of slips from his cloak. And although nothing's wrong, you now have lost track of Anomio. You're both completely invisible, and you're heading... It's up to you whether you're going to try to find him again or not, but I would say with that eight, uh, he goes kind of the wrong direction or something like that. Like, I don't think you're going to find him just feeling around for him. Okay. There is um, something
3: very wrong down here.
0: Is he saying this?
3: Oh, yeah. I know. I'm saying this out loud. I am <laughs> praying audibly. There is something very wrong down here.
0: Can I reach towards where that voice just came from? Sure. Um, yeah i think that's fair all right so you you're able to reconnect with him
2: and i i just like to whisper Come now yes no i'll do my best <laughs> i wasn't asking you i'm asking bill bill just what? stared at us like that was not appropriate well i i'm not For the action. one
0: like he's he can decide whether he's going with you or not like that no, no, to do i doesn't yeah. I, I will but no, i will try to find
2: I my way i'll try to find my way i'm holding him right
0: yeah i at this point you guys are connected like you're 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 holding his, his shoulder or something like that um and you're and you're heading back is your intent to get back to where you came in or are you doing something different
2: that's my intent unless he
3: resists no no i there's no resistance here
0: <laughs> all right okay so you i you know
3: ma- uh, Noro has dropped all pretense there is something wrong down here That's okay. sure
0: uh, so I'd like you, so you've made it about halfway back to the, uh, stairs and you see Booker and Lil Grizz. Um, you can see both of them kind of close to the stairs and Booker, he kind of stands a little bit more at attention and you see him <laughs> like he smells you, but he doesn't see you and you hear him.
2: I mean, do we speak? How do we, how do we get them out? Andreana, you're muted. I can't hear us.
0: Oh, no, she should stay muted, but she's pointing at the screen.
2: <laughs> she's saying something. <laughs>
0: she does not want Booker to die.
2: No, no, Booker <laughs> will not die on my watch. We'll see. A little Grizz, I don't give a shit. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> um, if, a, if Enomio can
3: see the stairs, he is going to latch onto Nobles and just
2: hope oh. to God. Okay. Wait, so like we're, you're dragging me out without. The, no, no, uh, no. I'm following you. Oh, sorry. When you say okay, gotcha. Okay. So okay. it
0: feels it feels like the two of you are pretty much holding on to each other and making yeah. your way. That way you don't don't you know get left behind. I don't want to um, lose him again. Yeah. So we're gonna do one more stealth check. Ooh, that was bad. Wait, wait, wait! wait. <laughs> wow. All right. So wait, you both. That was bad. You both rolled an like eight. Um, so, Nobilis, as you're leading Nomoio, uh, you you actually manage to step on the dead cranium rat that uh, Roland had thrown up against the box, which is uh, right about here, and um, you know it makes like a kind of a crack, crack, crack as the bones shatter inside of its little body, and uh, you hear something move up to the north of you, um, just on the other side of the brig. You hear little little footsteps, but, like, really fast. I say little, they're definitely a lot bigger than a rat, and you hear kind of, like, let me see if I can do this properly, but it's kind of, like, like that. Without the keys. That that didn't really work. Yeah, it's it's something with claws is moving across the floor.
2: Can I use my minor illusion cantrip, which can project a sound 30 feet away?
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm-hmm. Well, so... Maybe. Uh, let me just double check it real quick because I want to make sure it's not going to um, break your concentration on your thing, um, because I'm nice. Uh, if you create a sound, its volume. Uh, I don't see the word concentration. Nope. Yep. You can. You can do that. That would be fine. I'd like to cast that
2: sound. So so they. I know it's okay. I'd like to cast it south, east from here. Okay. So thirty feet that's like yep. right here. Can you see where I'm pointing? Yes. Yeah. Can I I'd like to cast that sound over there?
0: Okay. Alright, so you cast that sound the same sound of the uh the clawed thing moving across the floor?
2: Yeah, definitely the same sound.
0: Okay. Um well so one thing to note is that Anomio can't see you, so he also can't see you casting a spell. Okay. So from that's his fine. point of view, there are now two of these things. He's still he's still holding on to me. He's still holding on to you. yep I would like to tighten
3: my grip in this moment. Oh my head my head just drops. I am I am
0: Urdo <laughs> <it'll> save me. <laughs> and uh Okay. Uh and you guys are able to at this point you get almost all the way back to the to the stairs, and you are pretty much right next to Booker and little Grizz. And you hear the sound again behind you. You hear it approaching the crate that you just passed, probably about 15 feet behind you. You hear and it stops. Are little Grizz
2: and um, Booker reacting at
0: all? Yeah, so at this point, Booker, Booker, good question. Booker has turned around and he's staring towards where the sound came and he's little Grizz kind of picks up on Booker doing the same and he's like, (laughs) <laughs> oh, that was so adorable. I love it.
3: <laughs> I can see, I can see Lil' Grizz at this point. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to, I am running to him. I'm scooping him up and I am getting out of dodge.
0: Sure. Uh, Lil' Grizz, uh, make a strength saving throw for me real quick. Cause Lil' Grizz suddenly is getting scooped up by something invisible and he's not going to like that right off the bat. Uh,
3: twenty-four.
0: But you manage to hold on to him no problem. You you, you, you kind of hold him by his armor, and he's not really able to do much by it. Uh, almost like a dog with one of those little life vests, you kind of hold him by the back of it, and his little legs are like, <laughs> but you can't do anything Aww. about it. Um, and you, you rush up the stairs. Uh, Novelis, presumably you kind of do the same thing. You rush up the stairs. Sure. T- you no, know, you tell me. I'm sorry. I thought that you had no, said no, it. No. you I, that.
2: Yep. I, I'm curious what Booker would do after seeing that happen to little Grizz. Uh,
0: I think Booker's going to follow you guys. Okay, he, uh,
2: then yes. Cuz he knows your
0: it. smell. It's not like L- little Grizz isn't quite like he doesn't have the smell of a I mean uh, the nose of a like a mastiff. Um he can def- definitely smell you guys and he's going to not freak out after words, but he did not expect to get picked up by nothing. Um that was most okay. of his freak out. So as
2: long, as long as Booker's on the way, I'm I'm out also heading that way.
0: All right. So all four of you make your way up the uh the stairs. However, as you do you also you kind of kind of look around the corner just as you're running up the stairs, and you see easily ten, fifteen little glowing orbs on All the right. ground. I'm looking
2: at, at <laughs> real <your> life. <laughs>
0: um, you see like ten, fifteen little glowing orbish things on the ground, um, very much glowing purple and blue, and that's where we're going to end tonight's episode. Right.
2: intense bill my heart rate has been like <laughs> crazy tonight
1: good i okay. was losing my shit if y'all were about to kill booker
4: no, was <laughs> not so...
3: to i was not <laughs> i was actually afraid when we were in the middle of that of the of the fucking boat i was literally
1: i was freaking out <laughs> yeah. awesome awesome you're like Clifton, you're like you're muted. I'm like I know because if I'm not muted, I will get in a lot of trouble
0: right now. <laughs> I am. I am happy that you didn't unmute and kind of break the ambiance. So. I did. It Appreciate was freaking that. out. I love yeah. it. That's yes, awesome. <laughs> um, yeah. So you guys. Uh, so Roland is now currently in the in the hull of the ship, uh, in the lower deck, is potentially surrounded by a bunch of these cranium rats, which is what you what you saw. Um, you little Grizz Booker <laughs> novelist et cetera got up. Um, Alessio's still on the, uh, the living quarter deck and Talon, we might start with you to, um, next, actually, let me go over this. So we are not going to play next week. Uh, we're going to take a break for the holidays. Um, that way I don't have to try to write an episode while I'm visiting with family. So, um, yeah. you know, it feels fair. Uh, also, uh, well, actually I'll, I'll save, I'll save a surprise for later. Um, but we will be rejoining together on the, what, 20 no the 4th december 4th will be our next game um so i hope that you can all join us here for that and uh, i'd like to thank all of the players tonight this was a fun one as as they all are fun i, I some of them more fun than others i liked this one well, this is a good one This <laughs> is fun. and uh cool is there anything else that you guys want to plug or say before we pop off
1: based uh, on what we know of roland it shouldn't take the cranium rats like that
2: much <laughs> no, i'm just saying listen i'm just like i don't even know this dude but like he came for my lady and like i said something really inappropriate and i feel like an <laughs> asshole but like you know what it's fine <laughs> that's true <fine.
1: laughs>
2: it's
0: all right presumably
2: i saw the, the chat like i was like oh my god that was so horrible why did i say that like it was novelist not me
0: <laughs> it's all right <laughs> it was fine. Cl- clifton i'm gonna assume you haven't hit on too many ladies so i'm uh you I've know, never in my life <laughs> they probably was... respond a little differently i'm, I'm not sure <laughs>
1: <laughs> so.
0: happy thanksgiving everybody that's the thing we all have to say happy thanksgiving everyone <laughs> <All right. laughs> thank you for joining us here on dungeons and drams if you're enjoying this podcast please leave a review on your podcast host of choice and be sure to check the description for a link to our discord server youtube channel patreon and links to our individual places on the internet Come back next week for more adventures in the lands of Domidium. Cheers.